Oh, hey, is this live? What? Am I on the radio now? Hi, everybody. It's Tom. It's Tom. Where is he? He's not in New Jersey. He's in a different country. Look at the map. Which one? Guess. You'll never guess which one. I'll give you a hint. It's the one that's above the United States. Still in Toronto. Still doing it. Tom Ronto, week two. Best show in exile. We're trapped. We're doing what we can. We'll be back. Not soon, but we'll be back. Yeah, you know, that music. Sure, it doesn't sound as good as it usually sounds every week. But look, I can't help this stuff. And it certainly doesn't help matters that I'm doing this show from a dining room table. Uh, not in the usual studio. No, my, my studio is now overrun by Dudio and Mike, and they're doing whatever they want. God knows what food they're going to order tonight when they do the show. I, uh, I'm glad I'm just not there to have to throw the garbage away. And I think Pat is on assignment this week from what I'm told, but who even knows? He's pretty, he could be there. He probably just might not want to talk to me. I don't know. I can't see what they're doing there. I don't trust any of them. I, I would, I, I don't trust Mike as far as I could throw him these days. He's, he's got this dumb calendar. I'm not talking about the calendar anymore. I hope he doesn't sell another one of them. Hope they rot, Mike. Hope you watch those things decay when you go and you throw out newspapers from an old garage that's falling apart. And you wonder how do somebody get all these newspapers? I hope 60 years from now, it's some of your calendars over at apmike.bandcamp.com. I hope people, no, Mike, you know, I'm, this is Mike. It's, it's called advertising. I'm tricking the kids into think oh, I'm not doing this. Hey, everybody. It's the best show. And we're going to hear a song from our friend Kurt Vile after the theme. Cause I have no control over the things that I usually have control over. So I have to trust Jason. Who knows? He might play some dumb 38 special record that he wants to hear. I told him to play Kurt Vile. If, if he listens to me, we're going to hear the theme and then we'll hear something from the new Kurt Vile record. So it's the best show. We have Mark Prosh coming up later. Proksh. Proksh. Prook. Mark Prook is here. Mark Prooksh. Mark Prooks, you know him. He's the one of the funniest guys going. So we'll get ready for that. But now we'll listen to the theme. Play the theme, Jason, would you?
Oh. All right. Hey, why is that feeding back? Fix that. Fix that. I heard my thing back at me. Am I live? Oh. Hey, everybody. What if I was just like a complete phony? I'm like, you hear me yelling at Dudio, and I'm just like, wait, this is live? Oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> That's how people in movies get busted. They throw the mic on, and they don't know. Boy, that wouldn't apply to anything anymore now, or if somebody just said, somebody just called someone names into a microphone, they'd get fired. That's over. So anyway, guys, hi, it's me, Tom. It's the best show. What's up uh, here? Best show in exile. Tom Ronto doing it here. Tom Horton, right? What else? The TS dot. Call it, right? Look out and see the TS tower, not the CN tower. Okay, that's when we're running out. That's getting a little thin soup right off the bat. Oh, boy, what happened? Hey, what did we just hear? Kurt Vile from his new album, Bottle It In. That's a song called Bass Ackwards. Uh, so, so good. Hey, hey uh, Jason, are you there? I am here. Okay. Glad to know. Is Mike there? Mike is, yeah. He he yelled at me earlier for uh, being a little late and leaving him in the cold. Yeah, you left him in the cold. I know, I know. All right, Mike, you, 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 you warmed up now, Mike? He said, yeah, he's good. You run your hands under some hot water? What food are you going to order? He said he took a hot shower. Gonna... He's going to take a hot shower. Yeah. Oh, great. That's <laughs> by all means. He said take you a don't, hot shower. You don't mind him hey, showering you know, over here. I'm now, all for it. Take a hot shower. Okay. I don't care. Take the I'm shower, Mike. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you take that Elio's pizza that's in the freezer in the shower with you? Soften it up. Eat some wet pizza. <laughs> right. Wet. Oof. Yeah. So, uh, Jason, you hear a line in that Kurt Vile song? I did. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's about the kid. It's about me. Is the whole song hey, about you? Yeah. No, yeah. the whole song. It's a nine-minute song. He's not going to write a nine-minute song about me. I'm not, I mean, you deserve you it. Part, part of it. Well, you, well, thank you. You're right. I. How dare I yell at you? You're right. I do deserve <laughs> it. What if I, I was that... Could that completely vain where I just, well, that is true. I guess I do deserve yeah, a nine yeah. minute song. That is a fair statement. I, no, that part where he says he's on the radio with a friend of his. And then he says that it was, it was, uh, that it, that it was, uh, that it was, it was not, what did he say it was? Go back and play a minute and a half into the song. A minute and a half in. Hold on. You better get this right. Oh, God. Okay, here we oh, go. Stop. For because it wasn't all burning feeling in my chest to fill the void of a long night okay. I watched by the sun until the morn buried deep within the psyche of my soul. Nope. I was standing down, here. but I was nope. also on the run. Nope. 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 Should I go back? Let's see what happens here. Come on. Let's see what happens. Oh, you don't get it right. I was on the radio talking with a friend of mine. 
There was a no format because, well, we like it like that. He was out of his mind and I was way out of mind. Then everything went backwards with words coming out fast afterwards. And I appreciate him to the utmost degree. Yeah, what are you guys going to do? Look, do I have much in life? No, I don't. Have I ever been nominated for anything? No, never. Not even close. Never come close. The only award show I've ever been at was the Edgar Awards, which is the Mystery Awards, you know, as everyone knows, held in Lincoln, held in uh, Grand Central Station, I think it might have been, and the, ho- the hotel ballroom next to Grand Central Station, and hosted by Al Roker. Was, he was so happy to be there. He really needed the $9,000 they gave him, I guess, to come to the ballroom. And he's, I'm a big fan of mysteries. Sure you are. This is, and here's the mystery of you paying for, uh, some plane tickets for like, for three first class tickets. That mystery case closed. Um, then they were like, then they were like, we have a special message for all you people. And it was not a video message, audio message from Angela Lansbury. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not there. I wish I could be there. Well, you could have been here then. I want to tell you, you knew when this thing was. You didn't know when the Edgar Awards were. You're probably upstairs in the hotel. Just sent the MP3 down. Like Angela Lansbury setting up garage band. Record, knocks out a quick, quick track, kicks it down, drop boxes it down. Is that file too large? Let me send space that, honey. So then, she, uh, I feel like Robin Williams all of a sudden, like I'm just going way too fast with the show. I'm peaking way too early, bouncing from thing to thing. Oh, I'm going. Oh, it's like, I read that Robin Williams book. Uh, fun thing about him was that he was not, uh, he smelled a lot apparently in the book and that's something people had a problem with. He was not very, not, not super in showers, but look, he was Mork for Mork. What am I going to do? What's he going to do? But look, it, I read good books. read the Robin Williams book. I'm currently on page 55 of this this 2001 A Space Odyssey book for the last two and a half months. Apparently, I'm on my own uh, reading Odyssey, and it's taking as long as it did for that ship to make it to Venus or wherever it was going. I... Backing it up. Yeah, I never won a thing. Never been nominated for a thing. That's fine. I don't want no award. What do I, what am I going to do with it? Stare at it all day? Well, I would, but I don't want it. I didn't win an Edgar. Monk didn't win an Edgar when I was, uh, and I say, you know who won? Law and Order for mystery television show. Mystery? People get killed on it. And the cops do like procedural work on it and caught the person and convicted them. There's no mystery. We're doing ice ice bullets on Monk. We got hamburgers that were all sorts of mystery stuff. You should have been there. It's a pretty sweet show, and it runs on an endless loop on some channel now, I'm told, because now a lot of relatives are telling me they've watched Monk again, 
and they love that episode. We worked for two months on a plot on there like, that's the one when he walks into the spider web. We're trying to figure the mystery out of the thing. That's when he gets locked in the airplane bathroom. Yeah, those are the easy things to come up with. The part like that when he, that's the one we spilled juice on his pants. Yeah, no, that's, that is the one where he did spill juice on his pants. Uh, I remember what we thought of that in 90 seconds and then put that in the episode. Um, well, that's when we spilled cranberry juice on his pants, not apple juice. Yep, that's right. So, they were nominated for Monk, and the best part of the award show was that there was all these mystery authors there. So they would do this thing where they would dump these the new mystery book in the lobby. They'd be like, all the attendees get to go to the tables and get uh, free mystery books. And then they're, then the one year I was there, I'm telling you, if if this was uh, – if people were hadn't eaten for a month and this was food, they would they would not have moved as quickly as these animals grabbed the free books at this thing. And I was no different. Books I never read. There I do remember losing to Law and Order, and then waiting at the table for them to finally say, "Yeah, you guys can check the books out now." Shoving, everyone shoving up, grabbing books. I grabbed multi, I grabbed anything I could get my hands on. I was walking down like, for like, like 43rd Street with two 50 pound bags full of mystery novels that I never read one of and ended up just giving away. I don't know what I did with them, but look, it's the best show, everybody. Why am I talking like this? Because I'm in Canada, working on a job. We talked about it last week. I said it was the thing, what we do in the shadows is a TV thing now, and I'm working on it, and it's fun, and that's what I'm doing here. And I miss everybody back in uh, New Jersey. I miss uh, I miss everybody. You know who I miss. I miss everybody. But I'm, uh, I'll be home soon, sooner than later. I miss you, Mike. Turn the thing on. He didn't say anything. He just grumbled a little. Of course not. Did you order food, Jason? I miss you too, Jason. I I miss you too. I I didn't order food because I'm in here controlling it. So um, maybe in a bit I'll go check on Mike and see if I need to order him some food. Sure. Exactly. And and one thing we can talk about tonight is uh, heroes. I was thinking about heroes, the whole idea of heroes, right? And people got these heroes, right? So if you want to call and talk about that, 201-332. Three three two, three four eight four. I can do. I can. I can do it. <laughs> it. It sounded like you didn't know it. No, I do know it. It's two two zero one. Three. Good. Three two. Yep. Three. Four eight four. That's it. That's it. There's nothing like making something sound like more of a challenge so that somebody's exciting that, <laughs> excited that you do it correctly. You get, get some patted on the back for basic knowledge. So people can call that number and talk. And Mike, are people calling? Yeah, we got some. we've got some. 
give me a call. Give me a call, okay. Dudia. Let's warm it up. Here we go. We're going line one. There Hello. Are. Hi, Hi welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Chris calling from Philadelphia. Chris from Philadelphia. What's up? Yeah. Not much. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily from Philadelphia yet. I just moved here. Okay, where were you? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from like the New York area suburbs. I just graduated though, so this is my first place living alone. And what are, what's the New York area? What's that mean? That's Westchester for me. So you're from Long Island. <laughs> yeah, the opposite, but the same. Yeah, you can say it. Be proud of it. You got so much to be proud of out there. <laughs> no, Billy I'm Joel, from, I'm honestly, right? I'm, I'm Opie from, uh, and Anthony. Um, <laughs> so many great heroes from Long Island. Bill Belichick is, is he from Long Island? He seems like he's from Long Island. Yeah, I wouldn't know. What's that? I'm, I said I wouldn't know. I'm I'm from Westchester. Well, who's from Westchester? Baldwin's. Um, Nick Kroll. He's from Westchester. Nick Kroll. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz like is from Nick Westchester. Kroll. Yeah, he's good. Just saw Big Mac the other day. Who's who out there? Real. Uh, Get a real comedy bang bang east going out there, right? Yeah, yeah. Someday. <laughs> you listen to that one podcast. Hey, Chris, you listen to that one podcast where those guys talk about food all the time. What is that? Hamburger uh, men. Yeah, I tried listening to that thing. They talk for they talk for forty five minutes about uh, Burger King onion rings. I then I go look at their like, Patreon because look, the best yeah, show is a like, Patreon. It's the Patreon. It's Patreon dot com slash the best show. And we do well, uh, and we give things to all the people who, who, who contribute. They get free audio, and we're sending things out for them. We're sending some patches out soon uh, for people who had gay, uh, given uh, during earlier in the year. But I look at this hamburger got, men thing, right? I mean, these guys I are, got, oh, I got the onion rings. They were <laughs> crispy. And the other guy's like, yeah, mine were cold. And it's like, hey, look, these guys are backing up, they're backing up a... Uh, it's like a, a snow plow. They're snow plowing piles of money. And then they're like, today we're going to talk about the fish fillet sandwich at McDonald's. It's a six part series. It's groundbreaking stuff. What am I doing? What am I doing wrong, Chris? I'm in a different country trying to make money now. What did I do wrong, Chris? I have to, I literally have to become an international traveler to make a living at this point in my life. What did I do wrong? Help me. Right? Well, I want to talk about heroes. I mean, talk about heroes. I, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, you know who I, I wanted? It was my favorite. You know who was my favorite, Chris, when I was a kid? Who? Thank you, first of all. That's Bill Bradley. You know who Bill Bradley is? I actually don't. Okay, well. He played for no, the New York Knicks, right? He played for the New York. He played for Princeton, which is where I always wanted to go to school, and I didn't go to school there. I didn't go. It, it didn't happen. I went to a community college. It was just the same. Sure, you go. A couple differences between Princeton, like they lock up at seven <laughs> at the community college. You have to leave at a point. And if you want to eat, there's a quick check across the street. <laughs> if you want something to eat, 
And then the teachers, you'd be in the classroom and then somebody would walk in and you weren't sure if it was a teacher, an adult student, or a custodian. You couldn't tell who it was. And the only way to tell was if they sit at the desk, it's the teacher, if they (laughs) walk and grab a chair behind you, a desk behind you, and then don't stop talking, it's an adult student. They love talking, these adult students. Holy moly. And then if they walk in, they grab the garbage can, then it's a custodian. It's the only way to tell. So, yeah, it was close to Princeton. It was Princeton-esque, I could say. I didn't go there. Bill Bradley went there, cleaned up, then goes and plays. I think he, then he goes and becomes like a Rhodes Scholar. Then he goes and plays for the Knicks, right, and wins championships with them. Then he goes and becomes a senator for the state of New Jersey. That's, that's, who I, that, that's who I wanted to be when I was a, a little kid. But here I am in a different country, <laughs> and my main responsibility now is um, hawking these calendars for Mike. <laughs> APMike.bandcamp.com. Did you buy yours yet, Chris? I actually haven't. I'm, I'm about to. What are you waiting for? I'm gonna say this also. If people think they're gonna, if they think they're gonna wait, do the waiting game with Mike, and run this thing out to where they gotta, where he's gonna start slashing prices because it's getting closer to 2019, it's not happening, right, Mike? They become collectors' items, out of print. Then we double the price on those things, right? January second, the price doubles. January 2nd, the price doubles because I will write every one, out of every 10 calendars, I'll write a famous person's phone number in one of them. So you have a one in 10 shot of buying a calendar with some famous person's phone number. And I won't say who it is, but. Is it 18 Mike? Say, what's that? I said, is it 18 Mike? No, I'm not giving his number out. You want to talk to that guy? No. Let's just say talk to, uh, I don't know, who who would it be? Who should I give the number out for? I don't know. Oh, what, do you, what do you want to talk about? Why? What? Well, I, I, I want because you, you just moved to Toronto. I just moved to Philadelphia. Uh, I my didn't move here. To... I didn't move well, no, here. You're, you're I'm here. Yeah. I'm working here. Yeah. You moved to Philadelphia. That's true. That did you bring? True. Did you bring all your stuff with you? Not immediately. I was living on a mattress on the floor for quite okay. a while. That's not what I asked. <laughs> Do you have all your stuff with you now? I have the majority of my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Then you moved to Philadelphia. I have a couple garbage bags full of clothes with me. <laughs> that was most I did of not my move stuff. Here. So, what, what, what do you want? You think we're you think we're alike? Is that what this is? No, no. Like a bad I'm, action I'm, movie. You and me, <laughs> we're not so different. I, the <laughs> I play by the book, huh? Um right. My girlfriend. Dump this, my girlfriend. Dump this dude. Poland, just dump. Dump him. Dude is You're dumped. Out. Any other calls? We do have uh, quite a few calls. We also have line five. If you'd like to go okay, to line let's, five. Okay, um, let's, 
I'm not going to say which line to go to, but you know which line to go to. Okay. Line five. Best show, huh? Best show, hello. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Tom, it's your third cousin, Troy. Who is this? Your third cousin, Troy. Oh, Troy. What kind of reaction is that? I thought we were total bros. <laughs> we're, we're, I mean, we're not total bros. I don't know why we you have, would. Look. We have fun sometimes. Sometimes we we've we had fun in the past. We've had fun. Did I do something Maybe, to annoy you? Well, you know what, Troy? I mean, we're not the tightest, and a lot of it comes down to just, I guess, the... It's always like... And don't take this the wrong way. Oh, no. Here it comes. There's always, like, an angle with you, Troy. You know what I mean? Like, you're never just nice to me for the sake of being nice to me. Well, look, I I wasn't born with the same, you know, uh, to, to, to you know, to use a, 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 a worn out phrase, the same silver spoon that you were born with. Oh, 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 okay, the same silver spoon. I you weren't able born to with pull, it. I wasn't. My dad wasn't able to pull strings and get me into community college. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. He didn't pull strings to get me into community college. I just showed up with a, a check for a thousand dollars. You had a thousand dollars? Must be nice. Let's stop it, Troy. I don't know why you're making this a thing that is some sort of like I'm fancy. You know I'm not fancy. I had to struggle to get into garbage man school. You struggled to, to get in? Because I know you went for a while. You did not graduate, though, if I remember no, correctly. No, I didn't graduate. I didn't graduate. Rub it in. See, it's starting already. I called to congratulate you on your new gig as a, as a, a wholesome gesture on my part, you know, trying to reconnect with my, my good old third cousin, Tom. But he's shutting mm-hmm. me down, folks. Oh, so you, what are you playing to the audience now, folks? Hey, you're, you're, you're he- hey, listeners, you're you're a great hero. There he is, laid out for all to see. Troy, Troy, no, don't play to the audience. That's that's low. Okay, well, well, look, let me look. I, I, I'm I'm honest when I say I wanted to congratulate you on the gig. It's it's it's. Uh, I'll tell you, it's the most exciting thing to happen to our family since your brother Lon got stuck in that air conditioning vent when he was sneaking into Linda Lappin's dressing room and it was all over the local news for like weeks. Yes, that was when she was at that piano bar. Exactly. Yeah, it was she sick was of him her, to do her it. Torch set. Yes, yeah, and then he went in there. She wasn't in there, of course, and he tried to torch the dressing room. He didn't know that torch was like the type of song? No, he had no idea. He thought it was an invitation for arson. That's an album title. What's that? Invitation to arson? An invitation to arson. It sounds like it could be like from, like, like, Accept or, I don't know, Vandenberg, maybe? (laughs) <laughs> well, oh, well, geez, if Accept are putting new material together, maybe they can – an invitation to arson. Well, I'm writing it down. I don't know if you are. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to it before you do, and then you'll be 
crying sour grapes when my album comes out and it's called an invitation to arson and you're you have to call the pressing plant. Sorry, I'm so I'm so upset about this. You have to call the pressing plant. I'm just crying because I'm so distraught. And well, I'm I I'm a little freaked a out, and that's why I sound this way, because I know these guys at the pressing plant work very hard, and when the record is in production, if someone called and said, stop the presses, that's just the worst thing they've ever heard. It sure is, Tom. Yeah, Troy. Um, hey, I have a question. I have a question. Sure, what's that, what? Troy? What do they eat up there? There's no way they have pizza. The pizza's not good up here, Troy. I did but have good have pizza it? on. What's that? They have it. They had no. They have pizza. You, you thought they had no pizza up here? I didn't think they had it up there. I think they knew about it. Like they were waiting for someone to bring it. Yes. No, it has. It's it's all over the place. It's maybe not their, their specialty here. Oh, it stinks. Might, might not be their strong suit. It's like, it's kind of like, do you remember when you'd be in the cafeteria and there would be pizza day and then the pizza would be like very doughy and, You'd right? be excited about it because it's pizza day and then it, and, it was a disappointment because it was spongy. Yes, that's kind of what it's like. Oh, uh, well, that's, that's a bit of a disappointment. I, yeah. I went to a pizza. I went. I went past a pizza place because I, I had not eaten dinner and I wanted to get one slice of pizza for dinner. Mm. And it it was a almost a ten minute ex, uh, conversation because oh, no. I was just like I said to the guy, I just want a piece of pizza with no meat on it. And he said, um, Well, we close in a half hour. And I was like, Well, I'm not. That's not what I'm. I asked. And then <laughs> then he said. Then he pointed at pepperoni pizza. He's like, well, that one's got meat on it. And I'm like, oh, yes, no, I'm familiar with those round circles. I I know those are meat. I don't want that. I want one that doesn't have. It was very productive, but it was worth it to have a slice of pizza that was airport quality. Well, well, you live and learn, I guess. Hey, have you met any big stars yet, like, I don't know, Drake or Joni Mitchell or any of the kids from the hallway? No, I have not met any of the kids from the hallway or Drake or Joni Mitchell. No, none of none of the none of the Canadian luminaries. Okay. Um, hey, is Pete Davidson from up there? No, Pete Davidson's from New York. Oh, yeah, excuse me. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. One more. Why are you, why do you ask? Oh, well, you know, I don't know if you're following American entertainment news at all, but some heavy drama going on. Um, He and Ariana broke up 
already. You know, it's, it was like, I think they were engaged for maybe four months or so. I heard, I heard. Yeah. So heard. now, you know, I, I was, I was wondering like how, you know, I'm not sure if you saw the first episode of SNL on this season he, or the first two, he's prominent in all of them. And now I'm wondering if, you know, if this is going to affect his, his, uh, his prominence, his placements. Yeah, he's pretty dominant and it's, it might, I hope, I hope it doesn't throw him off his rhythm. Well, you know, now that you bring that up, you know, it's what I've noticed about him is he seems to really pride himself on just kind of winging it, you know? Yeah, he does. It seems to be a, like an, he thinks it's an attribute. Exactly. And, and I, it got me wondering, what might a conversation sound like between him and someone who really does kind of pride themselves on, on putting in the time, even if it doesn't pay off, and he, even if what they do is, you know, is, is, you know, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't call it high art or anything. Like, uh-huh. what a conversation might sound like. Like, like, what if he was talking to, like, um, I don't know, someone like Gene Simmons. You know how Gene Simmons is always doing something? He's always got some project going on. Yes. He's always, he's always got a project going on and he's always very methodical and exactly. me- measured about each one. Yeah. Like, what would that sound like? Like, I'll, I love when you do your voices. Oh, well, like, that's like, sweetie of Troy. I appreciate what that. If, what if you did Pete, Pete Davidson? I don't know if you've ever done Pete Davidson or not, but I'll, I'll be Gene Simmons. I'll try. I'll try. You'll okay. do Gene Simmons. I'll do Gene, and I'll start. Okay, so uh, it'll be something like, uh, um, look, Pete, uh, I know funny, and and you are funny, but but you really need to hone your craft, just like I hone my crafts, whether they be songwriting, uh, making quick, perfunctory love, or playing my axe bass like I'm asking it. What... What is your process, and and like, what's a typical work week for Pete Davidson at SNL? Well, I uh, mean, I uh, you know, I mean, I go up to SNL. I mean, I got to figure. I go up there, and I'm just like, I, everybody else is working all night on like Tuesdays, the writing day, right? And I show up, and I'm everybody else is writing all night, and I just show up for like 15 minutes, and I'm just like, uh, maybe I get on the air and do like a thing on update. I mean, I'm an idiot. Put Tom back on. Oh, uh, it's me. It's me, Troy. Wait, that was you? That wasn't you. That was, well, you thought Pete Davidson was here? I thought he was there. No, you that was not good. Pete Davidson. That was me. You are good. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. It's scary. I mean, because, you know, I do the thing. I just show up and I just do that. I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot. So, Troy, Troy, what do you want, Troy? I just want to talk to my good bud. No, I don't buy this. I don't buy this. What is it? All right, all right. Look. Here we we go. Okay, what is it? You're going to be super excited to be involved in this venture. I I tell you right now, and you're going to regret treating me with a little sass that you just treated me with. Okay. All right, look. How so? It's no secret that Neil Peart is retiring from drumming, okay? 
And I was listening to Eddie Trunk the other day, and in between talking about how Paul Stanley can't sing anymore and what good friends he is with the guys from Britney Fox to the point of texting like every every half hour, Eddie said that Geddy Lee and Alex Life Force still want to keep playing, and they don't know what to do. Okay. So I need you to get me an audition with those guys, like quick. Wait, what, what to, to get you an audition with? With Getty Lee and Alex Life Force. Well, it's not Alex. First of all, his name's not Alex Life Force. It's yes, Alex. It is. He's the guitar player. Life. It's Lifeson, not Life what is Force. It? What is he in Star Wars? Oh, I thought it was Life Force. No. Huh. Alex I've been, calling, I've been calling him that for like 25, 30 years. Oh, no. That's a little embarrassing. Oh. But you never said it. You never said it to him. No, but I said it to my to friends and stuff. Sure. Okay. Ugh, well. A little embarrassing. Okay. Okay. But, but let's get that. No, let's get to the, the matter. At, you want me sure. to do what now? I want you to get me an audition with them. To drum. Yes, because they, I, from what Eddie said, they want to keep playing. I assume they want to keep Rush going. And, you know, as you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but as you know, I have been the Slim Jim fan in, in Rumble and Newbridge, New Jersey's best Stray Cat tribute band for the last 26 years. That is true. You, the, but the gigs seem like they're getting fewer and further between. Well, you know, Ed, I, allow me to vent for a second on that. I, I wish our competition, Sexy in 72, New Jersey's oldest Stray Cats tribute band, would move to Canada. <laughs> That's a whole other uh-huh. story. I wish they were out of here. They're taking our gigs for sure. It's so you bill yourself as New Jersey's premier? Best. Best, yes. The best. Oh, okay. is you, you're New like Jersey's best Stray Cats cover band. Yes. Tribute band. Okay. It's a tribute. Tri- tribute band. Sorry, I know there is so, a difference there. So, so you're you've been drumming with America's with no not America's New Jersey's best Stray Cats tribute band, and yeah. you're mad at the members of what is it Sexy and Seventy Two, Sexy and Seventy Two, New Jersey's oldest Stray Cats tribute band. Yeah, they're all over seventy. Okay. I mean, what a good uh, – that's a cheap gimmick, right? But they're stealing gigs from you? Is that the – like, yeah. why, why do you care? Because those are our gigs. But uh, honestly, I, I won't need to worry about that once I'm in rush. And I, and I, I need you to tell the guys this, that, that I, I, I really do play my best on, on my Slim Jim Phantom kit, you know, which is, is, of course, very stripped down. It's a kick and a snare and – Symbol. So you'll need to tell Getty and Alex that that's what I'll be playing when I'm in Rush. So the song uh-huh. might be a little different. Like, you know that song, Huckleberry Finn, you know, dun-dun-dun-dun. Uh, It'll go like this, dun-dun-dun-dun. Uh, Tom, Tom Sawyer, dun, 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 not Huckleberry Finn. Tom, oh, oh that would be embarrassing if I called it. It's called Tom Sawyer? Yes. Okay. It's only their biggest song. Oh, I thought their biggest song was 2,112. You, okay, you're getting that wrong. It's 2,112. Okay, well, how about that song, The Spirit Inside My Radio? That would be like, you know, that would be a little different, too. It would be like... Okay. 
Uh-huh. So, so that's what that's what that's what you'll do if you're in rush. Of course, yeah. I think it'll give it a whole new slant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like a lot of people like Rush because of the big drum set. But you're gonna just take that off the table. Going back to basics, my man. Yeah, my man. Don't call me that. That's oh. patronizing. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Hey, second thing I, I, I want to talk to you about. Yeah, what's that, Troy? Am I correct that weed is going to be legal in Canada like this week? That's, I believe so. I believe it might even be tomorrow. Oh, my God. That's awesome. This is great news for me because uh, I'll tell you one thing. Needy to bring me back eight bales next time you're in Newbridge. Cool? No. Eight what, eight bales. Like You mean like a hay bale? Yeah. Yeah, the approximate size of a hay bale. I don't think you can even get it. That would, first of all, that'd be impossibly expensive. It's still illegal in the United States, and that's a lot of it anyway. What are you no, going to do com- with it? But you're coming back. I am coming back, but I'm not yeah. bringing you eight bales of weed. But Tom, you got to do it. No, I, I mean, don't. Really, no, you really got to do it. Why? Why? Tom, I'm in deep with the Colonelinos. The Colonelinos is the crime family in Newbridge. Oh, yeah. What happened? I promised them I, I promised I'd have eight bales by next Monday. Well, you, I don't know what to tell you. That's that's bad. A bad Tom, promise for you to have made. If you don't deliver me that gun, they're going to be fitting me for a pair of cement Uggs. I shouldn't be made fun of for liking Uggs. You're allowed to like Uggs. You're allowed to like Uggs. Don't cry. Please bring it back. Oh, no, I hear them creeping around my house. Wait, who's... who's, I gotta go. Someone's... Email me about the audition tomorrow. Okay, I gotta go. Bye. About the audition for... Hello? Jason, is he gone? He's gone. Oh, well, I don't know, man. What, do you guys order food yet? I haven't. Well, I went out. Mike was in the shower when I went out. Okay. So. This shower thing is weird. I don't know what he's bringing in there. I don't know if there's any towels in there. No, there are. there are no towels. He what said he, he, bought, he, he bought some. He said what? He said he bought some towels. So, yeah. So, uh, you went to England last week. I did. How was that? It was great. It was great. I uh, What did you do? I drank a lot of tea. I went to pubs. I uh, went to... Uh, you know, we have both of those things here not also. Not as good. It's we have tea good. and pubs. No, it's, it's just not even close. Um, what else? I just walked Hold around on and I took second. it all in. The tea is so much better over there. The tea is so much better. They do I've it. I've never seen you drink tea. I've never seen you drink tea once. Now suddenly you're Mr. T. I, I'm really oh, into tea now. Right? You're Mr. T now. <laughs> T-E-A. Yeah, completely. Everybody call Jason Mr. T. Yeah. I Make am Mr. Stick. T now. Get rid of Slaw Dog as your childhood nickname. 
I'm now Are people still face. bringing up your chicken commercial? Yes, that you did. I'm getting uh, I'm getting that a lot. A lot of people are uh, tweeting and asking if I really did the uh, chicken sounds at the beginning. I know, and and it's a, a fun. I, I I don't know why anyone would think that would be like impressive that you did like <laughs> chicken sounds on a thing that yeah. you like. Why would the, why would you not have done them? I don't know if it's what a, I don't understand. I don't know if they're impressed by it, by any uh, by any means. I, I I think it's just a is that you? I'm not impressed. Is that you? I'm not impressed. Yeah, that's the feeling I get from it. That'd be a pretty good, uh, pretty good one man show. It is title. Is that you? I'm not impressed. <laughs> yeah, Jason Gore is <laughs> in. Is that you? I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. That might yeah. be the name of my show now. And look, all you people, you say the thing, you got that Kurt Vile song with the one thing, like, oh, so he sang about you once, right? Right? Was it once? F no. Right? We don't say the real word here. It wasn't just KV. The wrong song! Ugh. Cheer up, Tom Sharpling. First of all, that he boiled me down to one, that he managed to sum me up in one, four words, two of which is my name. Cheer up. I was never so excited when I heard that. That's better than any award. Any award. Sure, when he played the song, it was him and Courtney Barnett. They played it, and Mike had to... St- clog up the aisle right during the thing and my moment was compromised and I missed it kind of because Mike and and Kurt's uh, brother Jello Man had to make it about themselves I finally get one nice thing in my life and these two uh, delinquents have to ruin the moment sure it was was a compromise yes do I regret it absolutely does it haunt me every time I think of it? Most certainly does. Do I feel like the one pure moment I was about to receive now is tainted? Mm-hmm. I do. So, but do I continue to plug Mike's calendars? I do. APMike.bandcamp.com. Buy a calendar from the guy who took my best moment away and had to like come down the aisle. Hey, it's going. What's going on? Well, they're doing the song that he sings that he just dedicated it to me and it has the thing in the. Do you know if they have Doritos backstage? I don't know. I'm trying to hear the thing. And then I had to get up to let you sit down. So it looks like when he said the thing was dedicated to me, like I stood up as if like, as, as if I was like Mr. Holland's opus. All of a sudden I'm standing up in the theater. I'm trying to just sit and hear my thing. And these two guys crowding in to get their seats. I got to get up and right when he says my name. Makes it look like I'm trying to have everybody look at me. The true low points of my life should have been one of the best moments. The low point now. It's actually a low point, Mike. 
studio, get Mike on Mike. I'm sorry, I gotta, we gotta have this out once and for all now. This is a, this is a, this has come to the surface. <laughs> get him on Mike. I can't, I can't swallow this moment anymore. <laughs> I can't, you had to, you had to come down the aisle. It you wasn't intentional. Jello, you and Jello, man. Yeah, hey, let's go. I had to get up to let you sit down. Kurt's like, yeah, this song's dedicated to Tom Sharp. Like, and I had to stand up to let you sit down. <laughs> Made it look like I'm trying to get ready to look at me. <laughs> you should have waved. No, I don't want to do anything. Wave of to it. the crowd. I wanted to sit anonymously. Uh huh. And just feel the love. <laughs> but you had to go down the, uh, oh. It wasn't You know what I'm doing, Mike, for you? What's that? Now I'm not going to say apmike.bandcamp.com. I'm not plugging it. No more? No more apmike.bandcamp.com. I'm not telling anybody about the shirts, the massive shirts, which are on every dumb reality show. There's a mag- I watch a magic thing in the park where they gaslighted some dude who probably is now deep in therapy because they all pretended he was invisible. Yeah. But thankfully, one of the people had a Masses shirt on. Yeah. The shirt really pops uh, in that. that thing. It does. It really, it really shows. I found myself really not even paying attention to what was going on, just looking no, at the shirt. No, it looks great in high def. <laughs> looks great in high def. And then, um, then in Practical Jokers, if I see Sal wearing the Masses shirt again, I'm going to vomit. Um, <laughs> Well, he, yeah, he, he wore it for he the was finale. They yeah. literally did an episode. It was a tribute to the military. <laughs> Apparently, it was a tribute to the military and a dive bar <laughs> in Bayonne. Yeah, let's honor two. Uh-huh. Let's honor two institutions: the U.S. Armed Forces and Masses Tavern. Mm-hmm. You don't sound happy. No, it's... you better not. You better not trash my stuff while I'm not there. I'm, I'm spreading, okay. I'm spreading the, the legend in Bayonne. You know, people ask me about the show. You know, I'll mention the radio show, you, and so on. But then I'll, I'll get right to the uh, impractical jokers. Yeah, then you the get. So I'm now <laughs> just in a moose bouche for your fancy impractical jokers story. They're more impressed by that because of the Bayonne connection. Of course yeah, you no, know? no. Look, I would be impressed by it also. <laughs> Look, it's a very, it's a, look, you know I love Sal. Yeah. I'm not putting, I'm not putting the, the tenderloins down. Uh-huh. You get- but he, uh, yeah. But now you get your dumb shirt all over in Practical Jokers. <laughs> Makes me sick. You think he'll put me on the guest list? At the For Prudential? What? They're playing at the Prudential. Oh, what did I do wrong in my life? <laughs> what did I do wrong? Uh-huh. They're playing the they're playing yeah. the Prudential Center. Oh, you mean where the New Jersey Devils play hockey? Exactly. The Impractical Jokers yeah. are gonna go up and do a. Uh, I'm gonna assume. Oh, that's where. Oh, Mike, remember the Prudential Center? That's where we went to see Roger Waters in concert. <laughs> the guy from Pink Floyd. Yeah. Now, what, the why, Impractical Jokers are gonna pack that place out also. Why Why couldn't we be like the opening? The best show be the opening comedy act. Like, you know, bands, you know, have an right, opening band, you know. No, we're, I'm not going to do that. Those maniacs, they're fans. Can you imagine bombing in front of those fans? Right? Yeah. It would be different. Look, I, I love, I love, I love the impractical jokes. Fans are, uh, a couple, uh, pipe polo shirts away from, uh, I'm not going to even get into it. 
So, um, but look, Sal will be on the show soon. Mm-hmm. I love him. Yeah. Sal and I were talking. You know, what we're talking about the other day, Mike. Atlanta. Oh, really? And we yeah, were texting because yeah. Sal's like, I finally started watching it based uh-huh. on your recommendation. He loves it. That's good. What are you watching now, Mike? What What are you watching these days? Uh you know what I'm watching, and I, and I don't enjoy it at all. I, I'm just sort of in a, a rut. Uh, the Deuce. Have you seen that at all? I can't watch it. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Two James Francos? Yeah. You, you get two James what? Francos. One's, one's too much. Yeah. You get, you get, uh, uh, Maggie Joan Alls, like gonna be the Orson Welles of porn. So it's not enough that she's involved in the porn world. It's 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 going to be empowering for her to uh you know make the best porno that was ever made. And it's So she's doing the Citizen Kane of Yeah, yeah. And it it's based of, on uh, stag movies. Yeah, and it's based on little as you guys call Little Red Riding Hood. So you know, you can imagine how silly, ridiculous that is. Mike, I don't <laughs> want to talk about this. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. I can't tell you how bad it is, but I I can't stop watching it. I don't know. Uh-huh. I I got to break the habit somehow. Yeah, James James Franco and James Franco. Yeah, and it basically yeah. the way they distinguish them. I guess it's the oldest trick in the book. Different haircuts, you know, mm-hmm. and facial hair is slightly different. They both do have they mustaches. do that routine? Do they do that uh, Lucy routine where they go in a mirror and and mime each other's movement? <laughs> No. The two James Francos. <laughs> no, they haven't done that. I thought that, that, I thought that was Patty. They, oh no, but Patty Duke had something like that too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did they don't the two James Francos don't do that where they step in front of the mirror? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they lower down. Uh, no. Then like they scratch your head. <laughs> right. It's coming. They don't do that. I'm sure it, it, they'll get to it eventually. You know, the only good part about this is that it means if there's two James Francos in this, it means there's one movie he's not in. <laughs> Mathematically, he's in one less movie. Yeah, well, I never thought of that way. Yeah, but, yeah. So maybe it is doing a service to the community. I've ever said. That's maybe the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever said. <laughs> I miss you, Mike. Yeah. No, it's weird here. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just uh, not the same. Right? Yeah. It's just the two of us here today, tonight. Yeah, yeah so. I know. You'll do anything to sell Pat out. Yeah. <laughs> Pat couldn't make it. Somehow he's, <laughs> he's not working hard enough by Dudio standards. Yeah. And while had... last week Dudio was uh, eating uh, crisps. Oh, and yeah. In a lift, right? Yep. You can do it here in a lift. I was queuing up Different somewhere. Different kind of lift, right? They're the same. They're the same. Li- I don't think they are. I think one's an elevator and one's a car. <laughs> I think they're very different. So, any calls? And then I'm going to bring my guest on, Mark. Yeah, we we do have some calls. Uh, you want me to pop one up? Mark, it's called Mark. Let's How go. Do I say it again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Prokch. No. Prokch. There you go. Prokch. That's easy. That's the easiest thing in the world. All right, put, who's on? Give me, okay, a, give me a call. Okay, we're going line three. You're on. Hey. Hello? Hey, you're on the best show. Who's this? This is uh, Connor from Boone, North Carolina. Connor from North Carolina. Where in North Carolina, Connor? Uh, Boone. 
What's that near? It's near. It's like an hour and a half away from Asheville. Uh, Appalachian State, the college, that's where I go. Oh, God, that's Dudio country. That's where Dudio grew up. Out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? It's close. It's close. Yeah, but it's my close. grandfather went to App State. So. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a good school. I'm, I enjoy it. Dudio, did you ever see the, the training sequence in Rocky Four when that was, uh, that was the Dudio's family had a gym in, uh, out there and that's what it was based <laughs> off of. You lifted really? a wagon and then put some bags of rice on your shoulders and ran up a hill. <laughs> that's true. That was it's called, true. uh, CrossFit. <laughs> that was their version of CrossFit. That's you incredible. Lifted a wagon. Mm-hmm. How come these CrossFit people they're flipping tires over? Really? That's what you guys do? Flip tractor trailer tires over? It's like it's like it's like the absence of a gym. It's like it's like it's like it's like it's like a Banksy gym. Banksy mm-hmm. is like what if I had a gym and it only had tires and some ropes in it? Not actual physical fitness equipment. Wouldn't that be a laugh? What do you, right? CrossFit Mike? No? Mike left. So go ahead, uh, Connor. What's, what's going on down there in, Ch- in, uh, North Carolina? Um, well actually I called to talk about the, uh, Merch Records just announced that they're gonna have a festival in North Carolina and I'm pretty excited about that. For their yeah, uh, 30th anniversary. 30th anniversary. That's right. That's a, Merch that's just put some good records out, bro. Uh, I know. new effed up favorites. album is good. Um, the Swearing album is good. I saw Swearing on Sunday up here. They were great. Really? So good. I saw, um, I actually saw yeah. Cave this Saturday. Who'd you see? After I heard them on the show last Cave. After I heard Cave, them on yes. the show last Drag week. City recording artists. In, They're uh, great too. In Asheville. It was yeah. terrific. Okay, I believe you. But yeah, I'm really excited about about Merge. They're one of those record labels that they don't even have to announce a, a lineup or anything. I'm just I'm buying tickets day one. You're there. <laughs> That's right. And you know, I went to see Swearin, and then I went to say hi to them afterwards. I just walked past the one security guy, and then there was a oh, guy geez. standing in front of like the dressing room, right? Uh-huh. And he's he's like, uh, "Oh, do you have the yellow wristband?" And I'm like, "No, I just got the red one." He's like. Well, you need the yellow one to get backstage. And then Allison from the band walks out and she goes, Oh, he's with me. And he goes, Oh, well, you need the yellow wristband to get backstage. You need to, you need to talk to Clark over there. And then she goes and talks to a guy and it takes over five minutes. And then the guy comes up, puts a yellow wristband on my wrist. And then the other guy looks and he goes, Okay, you can go backstage now. There were only Four of us. Me, Allison, the guy who put the wristband on my wrist, and the guy who let me pass. It was the most fixable thing ever that this guy, they were doing so by the book. Yeah. Tighten yeah, it up, that's, Canada. That's... Two problems up here. I'm going to say this right <laughs> now. Two problems in Toronto. The wristband situation, and the other thing I'm sick of is the machine. You go to buy food, and they get, oh, do you got the machine? For your credit card? And yeah. you can't just take my I trust you with my credit card. I trust you. You're gonna go back around the corner and, and run it. Yeah. That's typical. The machine, they bring the machine over, suddenly I work here. 
Might as well give myself a tip. <laughs> yeah. I'm processing. I'm doing the processing on this. It's like self-checkout. Yeah. That's... Want me to go back and cook my own food next? Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, Connor. So you're excited about the merge thing. Who Who's your dream band on that? Who are you excited to see? Um, I'm really hoping for Mike Kroll because he's a guy that is on the label that hasn't really come out here yet. And uh, I've been listening to him for a very long time, and I'm a big fan. So I hope that he's on the lineup. I, who knows? I don't know the lineup. Who knows? <laughs> I hope he's on it also. Well, like regard, I think they, they did a festival five years ago for their 25th anniversary, and that lineup's incredible. So, like, son, I'm sure son they've done nice. one every five years, son. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm young, so. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, time. have you ever heard of the Beatles? Yes, I've heard of the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, they're before my time, too. I learned about them. Yeah. Learned. Well, I mean, I know about part. all these bands. I've just, I've never been old enough to experience, uh, like, going to a festival. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Look. So, that's what I'm excited okay. about. All right. Hopefully, I see you there, buddy. We hang out the whole weekend. Me and Connor. For sure. I'll, right? I'll Maybe we'll get, uh, do a three-legged race together. We'll run a three-legged <laughs> race against, uh, right? We'll run against, uh, effed up in a three-legged race. That sounds terrific. Right? Be, uh, Damien and Dan Behar uh, against me and Connor. Sounds good. In the blueberry pie eating contest. Ooh. Right? <laughs> Also, the thing I want to say here about Canada. You watch a TV here on the weekend? They run a movie. It's like they buy the rights to one movie and they run it on an endless loop. You know how many times I saw X-Men First Class this past weekend? I can't imagine. Too many. Uh, I think I saw it more than some people who were in X-Men First Class. (laughs) And I kept fading in and out of sleep, so I was like half dreaming the movie and then... I think I saw the whole thing three times over the course of 40 hours. That's how they do it on uh, on cruise ships. They just play the same movies over and over. <laughs> well, why are you watching television on a cruise ship? Is what the That's, that's the point. next question you got to ask. <laughs> are you crowded yeah, in your cabin? Point. No, no. I just got to see what happens in me and you and Dupree. <laughs> I remember I went on a... You and me I and Dupree. A, I got to see how this ends. <laughs> hey, you don't want to come out on the look at the ocean? No, I just want to see what happens <laughs> if Dupree, if they patch it back up with Dupree again. The, the movie that I ended up watching more than once when I went on a cruise ship was The Blob. The original Blob from like the 60s. Not the remake. So that That's was kind of cool. Top-notch programming going on on the yeah. cruise ship. Somebody just brings a VHS tape of the Blob, and they just probably <laughs> did you watch it rewind? Did they rewind it after the movie ended? No, they just play it on like a twelve-hour loop, like the same stuff. So if you watch, so it's like the some low-grade dub of the Blob that they put on the yeah. VHS tape four times. Yeah, the Blob. You really booted uh, that cruise ship, buddy. What did you do? What, did, what else did you not do on it? Well, I did a bunch of stuff on the cruise, but like when I went home, like when I went to the the cabin or whatever at night, that's what I I did while I like was trying to sleep. 
when you went to the cabin, but during the day you were seeing you were doing on the water slide, right? I was doing all the cool stuff, yeah. <laughs> like what else? What else uh, you do? I mean, you go to like limbo NASA. contest. Limbo contest, yeah. <laughs> you didn't do a limbo contest, you liar. I didn't. You're right. <laughs> of course you didn't. Dump this dude. Yeah. Dump him. He's a liar. We don't let liars on the show. He is dumped. He is dumped. The machine, I'm telling you. I run another one of these machines. So, I'll bring my guest on in a matter of seconds. But, uh, do want to just say the, uh, it was very exciting to see the Alec Baldwin talk show is, has lit up America and people cannot get enough of the inquisitive mind of when Alec Baldwin, uh, I wonder if he sometimes doesn't know he's not in the makeup. He seems to just act like he's in Trump makeup all the time now. That is the worst Trump impression. Oh my God. And he like is arrogant about how, cause it's just more popular than like a good one that Anthony Tamanek does. There's some other guy that does one and it's a, yeah, yeah, he does a good one. His impression's getting further out. Like it's, it's blending with his, uh, it's blending into his, uh, impression of, uh, guy who does, uh, what's the, what's the guy, uh, that did I lost my heart in San Francisco? It's blending into his impression. Tony Bennett. He's just blurring the impressions together now. It's just, you know what? I'm bringing my guest on. Mike, bring him in. Hey, Mike. I love making him walk all the way across. Mike. Mike. Am I on? Am I on the air? Mike? Oh, there you are. Okay. Why wouldn't you say anything? Well, you're, you're, you are just in the penalty box. I'm throwing you in the penalty box. And you're going right in with them, Dudio, with that phony laugh. Both of you. Penalty box for both of you. You know what that means. One one puts your head in the washer, put the other one puts it in the dryer. <laughs> I'm going to bring my guest, Mark Proksh, to the show now. How are you, Mark? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Tom. Thank you for coming on the show. Now, how does this sound, Jason? Sounds great. Right. Yeah. I where am I at on a scale of one to ten? Qual my uh broadcast quality was. Oh, you're at a you're at a nine point two. Nine point two. And where's Mark Proksh at? Nine point two. Nine point two. Great. Yeah. Mark. Yes, Tom. Now people know you for <laughs> what? Absolutely nothing. No, that's not true. <laughs> the first time we uh -huh. met Mark Proksh. Was K-Strass. A guy I call. Thank you. <laughs> K-Strass. <laughs> Which, no, this is, how long ago is that? Six years ago now? Eight. Eight years ago. When K-Strass, because there was just one day where everybody was saying, did you see this thing? <laughs> and nobody, those are the best moments ever when people are like, I'm not entirely sure who this guy is, 
but the weirdest thing <laughs> happened <laughs> and you need to see what this is. And it was you going on different morning shows through the Midwest as a yo-yo expert. Like, what did you call yourself? Uh, yeah, no, yo-yo expert, uh, Kestras, the yo-yo man. Because that's, <laughs> and, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> and you'd go on these shows and you would be terrible at the yo-yo. I can't yo-yo. <laughs> I hate yo-yoing. You'd get them all tangled, and (laughs) then you'd start dragging your personal life into it. And it was the funniest, most subtle thing that got so ridiculous. It was, it was the best. What was the, like, what was that reaction like when, when you first, because you did it, and I guess it goes live on television, obviously. Right. But now it's a matter of, it's not, it's, you're not trying to play to those, those people watching some morning show and, like what cities did you do? Yeah, Green Bay or wherever. Yeah, yeah mid- Midwest. You, but but it's like when it got on the internet. Like, what was that like when it first kind of started bubbling up into into awareness? Oh, I was annoyed because okay. yeah, I was <clears throat> I didn't put it on the internet. Uh, my buddy Joe Pickett and I, who created uh-huh. uh, K um we wanted to do. 10 or 12 in a row, and if you watched it, you would get this weird story arc. Sure, you'd have the whole narrative His life. for this guy. Yeah. yeah, and someone started putting them up online, and I was just, I was furious. Because now, the, now <laughs> the researchers are going to realize right. this is a, there's a hoodwinking going on here. Yeah, there's a guy spoofing. Yes, and how, how many did you end up doing? Uh, I think we did seven. Six or seven. Okay. And it's just, it is just the funniest thing ever. And it is, so, but that, that became like a thing for you that people knew you as K-Strass. Right. Through that, I, um, I, you know, I was, I was just living in Wisconsin and through that I got on the office. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally, crazy. literally got on to the office. Cause you started infiltrating. Cause I, I made a jackass of myself. On my yeah. And. Was it just so you figured that it would add up to a a long form thing that would you tell for my tale. friends? Yes, to laugh at. Yeah, this was not your this was not your virtual headshot. No, 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 no. In fact, we took off any any presence of myself online. Uh-huh. I, I deleted my Facebook. I deleted everything. It's just so this would be a pure. So people would think it was real. Yeah. We were, and then afterwards I was offered like, come on, do, come and do a Radio Shack commercial as K-Strass or, hey, we want to sell K-Strass shirts. So there was a road that you could have gone down, Mark Proksh. Yes. Where you leaned so hard into K-Strass. Yeah. That it would have just been like, you're, you would have just burnt it out and then just been like, then it would have, then you would have been just like, remember that? Like then it's that superiority sets in where people are better than you. Right. Because, because K-Strass did not last forever. Yeah. And he sold out. Yeah. Cause you cashed all the chips, but you know, how people do that thing. You ever hear people that are just like, Ooh, Steve Gutenberg as if like, as if like 
oh, he's the ultimate loser. Right, it's right. like, no, this guy was a huge movie star for five years and just did not sustain it. Right. But at one point he was the big, like really big. It didn't last forever. And then suddenly people are like, this guy's such a loser. Yeah. Because like, he's not popular like he was for those five years. Oh, you mean the five years when he – starred in movies and yeah had got everything he ever wanted out of life could have walked into petco and picked out any bird he wanted any bird they'd just be like <laughs> if goot if goot as i call him <laughs> went into petco or PetSmart. sure either one sure. he'd have he'd have traction at either one <laughs> he goes in and he's like what's the deal with the macaw it's like well that macaw's not for sale and then <laughs> then he goes, uh, then well, I guess he would do some line from Cocoon or something. Or, or show his, his, you know, resume. Sure, he'd slap his, cause at that point. It's pre IMDb. Sure, so he's walking in with a, with a, something from his agent. I guess it was like a typed up, <laughs> typed up filmography. An introductory letter yes. to area stores. Something from, yeah, the AFI typed up a, like a notarized letter for him that he goes into any pet shop or bird specialty store and slaps the thing down. Oh, so sorry, Mr. <laughs> Gutenberg. That macaw is $1,600, but uh, of course you just – would you like anything else? Uh, can I wrap it for you, Mr. Gutenberg? <laughs> it would be like <laughs> – what was that guy who was like – what's the name of the guy who was like, yes? The guy. Oh, um, well, he's – he was on the Jack Benny shows where he started. Okay. But he um give me a second. Cuz it's not Gail Gordon. Gail Gordon was the guy right. who was like from the Lucy show, the second Lucy show where a very progressive plot line on this Lucy is married to a guy who dies, a rich guy. Rich guy dies. Lucy is not able to control any part of her inheritance. It is run by another guy. Right. Who then Lucy has to beg for money to get the money that her husband, like, yes. should have left her. And so she's like, let's go, Ms. Carmichael. Then she'd always be like, I want to go buy a, you know, sweatshirt. And then he'd be like, you don't have that money, Ms. Carmichael. You spent it on the ferret. <laughs> Yes, so that that plot line might not fly now, but that guy was yes, like he just had a thing. And it wasn't down. Mel Blank, no, because Mel Blank did a bunch of stuff on Jack Benny, but it wasn't him. I need a it's thing. criminal that we don't know this. I need a thing where I just go like a one thing, and then everybody's like, "Oh, yeah. it's you." Can we pay you to do that at a thing? But that could have been you. You could have been like, <sighs> like. It would have just been like on uh, celebrity rehab or something. <laughs> you would have been on pretending you had a problem. It's like in the house we got uh, K stress is in the house. YouTube YouTube <laughs> flunky K stress. And you just are. It's like you know his name's not Kenny. Like it's, <laughs> it's like, not Kenny Strasser. He's just calling like it's Mark Prooks. No one yeah. can uh, pronounce his last name. Yeah. No, but you you. You did it, then you burned it. Yeah, kind of. Then 
you went right from that to the office? Yeah, crazy. It, it was it was very. My first scene was just me mm-hmm. swatting down a hornet's nest, and that was the first time I was ever on television. On the office. Like on the you office. Just went on the on set. network TV. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't have any inspirations of being an actor. Didn't know that I could ever do it in a million years. But did you want to do it? Yeah, but you know, it's one of those things where you just don't think you can do it. Like I was, I grew up in a small Wisconsin town. My parents are, you know, they work nine to five jobs. I, no one in my family ever lived in California. They work nine to five. Yeah, they worked every night, nine to five, every day, nine to five. Oh, I thought jobs. you meant they had 14 jobs. No, they did. That's why okay. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So they'd work. I mean, they have to be part-time jobs, I would assume. Cause it would be Some hard of them to... were even quarter-time, yeah. Because there's no way to have nine full-time jobs. The math yeah. just doesn't track. No, or they, would go, jobs they would go to Kmart for 15 minutes. Put in the time. <laughs> get the discount. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was not your thing, but it became your thing. Yeah. And then before long, it was just your thing. It was my only thing. Yes. <laughs> and you, then you moved out to Lipstick City. Yep. You threw everything into the jalopy. I, I, right? Yeah. Grapes of Wrath style. I did. Took me eight weeks, just like on Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> <laughs> to drive all to your drive stuff. drive out all my stuff and grandma and everyone. And that's with a job waiting. It was, but it was, it wasn't a regular job. Okay. It was a guest starring job. Okay. So there were some moments of no money, many moments mm-hmm. of no money. Yeah. So, but it, it was then, then, then the thing started to click. And cause look, now people, they know you from the office. They know you from on cinema at the cinema, mm-hmm. which is my, that's one of the, like, look, you've done two all time things. Hall of Fame status, right? Uh, yes, because I I have good friends. <clears throat> yeah, no, well, you, 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 but you're one of the one of the funniest things, and I, I know I keep saying that, but it's like when you do did the um the most recent season of on cinema and it's in the virtual reality <laughs> thing. And there's no, like there's like an Easter egg, a little bit of an Easter egg. If you spin the thing around right during one of the, right. during one of Greg's segments, then you see you in a bed. <laughs> it's stunning <laughs> that I just, I just was like, Oh, maybe I'll flip the thing around. So it's like, Oh no, there he is. <laughs> Mark's there. Very grim. It was Very so grim. bleak. That was so bleak. But it's so funny. Um, so look, <laughs> you're here. I'm here. I don't know why you're in Toronto. No idea why. I, I like to travel. You are. You're just one of the things. You went from Wisconsin to Los Angeles. Now you decided to swing up and check out yep. Toronto. I think it's been... I, there's been press, so I think we can say. We can say, yes. You're also, we're working together on the TV show that I'm working yes. on. Yes, what we do in the, the shadows. shadows. Yes, and it's all good people. It's yes, like, very good people. It is. It's great people. It's one of the best things I've ever been involved in people-wise. Hey, Dudio. Is this guy taking the scenic route? Yes. Right? 
What, you taking the scenic route? No, I just had to... I'm kidding. I, I I'm took kidding. the scenic route. I, I did. Did you order food? I didn't. You guys aren't getting food tonight. I don't think... I don't know. It's kind of late. We've been eating a lot of chips. Are you good, Mike? Mike's good. Michael, boy, are you going to take a cash? Just the cash for the food, Mike? <laughs> right? Yeah. Michael, take, Michael, grab a 20. He'll pick up, he'll pick something up at the quick check, that green quick check. In Bayonne, there's a quick check. It's a, uh, it's a very progressive quick check. It's, it's, uh, it's all solar panel. What is it, Mike? Solar energy running this quick check. Wow. It's very impressive. Um, it's a little worse than a usual quick check. Because it's very dark in there. They, oh, they, the lighting doesn't work that well. It, they didn't get it right. Oh. It's very dim. Uh, some would say scary in there. <laughs> um, but no, Mike, if you want to take the money, just take the money. You know where it's hidden. You know where the pizza money is, Mike. Grab a 20. Treat yourself to a uh, – go, go get yourself a sub sandwich. So, uh, yeah, we're here. We're in Toronto. We're having fun. Give me, is there a good call? A good call we could put on? Yeah. Yeah. Let me grab, uh, line four is on. All right. Hey, who's this? This is Nick from Nashville. Nick from Nashville. You're on with me and Mark Proch. What's going on, guys? How are you doing? I don't know. You sound like you think you're a tough guy. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Picking up bad vibes off you, buddy. You think I'm, you're a Nashville tough junk. guy? I'm not a tough guy. I'm all soft junk here in Nashville, Tennessee. All right. How many uh, you ever ride the uh, electric bull down there? I actually did before. It's, uh, I hurt my arm holding on really tight. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. It's pretty weird. How long did you last on it? On. I, I was I was able to stay on it for uh, a really long time, but uh, what's a long time? A couple hours? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I feel like they they made me get off after like thirty seconds. Oh, seconds. I'm sure. Yeah, they were just like, oh, this guy's so good at this. He's good. <laughs> he's he's, yeah. <laughs> they might also just giving you the mission, the thing, let you just oh, go yeah. home with it, <laughs> load it in the back of your truck, your electric oh, bull. Stop. You can keep it, buddy. Nobody's ever going to ride this thing again after what you just did on it. Oh, it's so what, what, to, what do I have the pleasure of this call? Well, I uh, wanted to send greetings from Nashville, Tennessee, uh, our friend. Uh, you've been to my spot, Soft Junk, in Nashville. You saw a show here. And I'm oh, I know this Joey. guy. This is a good guy. This is a good guy. He runs a, a, a little artistic uh, collective thing down there, right? That's correct, yes. Runs a record label. Never, never sent me anything, but he, it's a record label. That's great. Never, <laughs> that's never stuck those call, records uh, in the mail you told me you'd send me, but that's fine. I didn't. Why would you send them to me? I mean, you said you would, but sure. I mean, I did. who who could ever get their hands on a box to put records in? <laughs> Especially a guy who runs a record label. I know. Exactly. Pretty terrible. A guy with a record label. Why would he send them to someone who does a radio show that specializes <laughs> in the music that your record label puts out? That would be, it would just be a big waste of money to send me those records, right? Yeah, it's, 
It would just be. I, I would feel like I would take. Uh, it would just be too easy. But uh, especially when is, you press I'm, them yourself and they don't cost a whole lot. Why would you do that? Come on. I am currently printing covers for the new country westerns record, which Joey Plunkett, your good friend, is a part of. And he is uh, a good friend. I like this, Joey. Uh, they're coming to New York Friday and Saturday of this week. Well, I hope people there have a good time with them because I'll be up here. Um, stuck in Canada, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I'll be up here uh, pricing out uh, Maple Leaf shirts <laughs> at the Eaton Center. I think uh, I, I had a question for you. Uh, we're this this particular forty-five we're doing for them. We couldn't decide which song to See, put. This, let me just say, let me just say this. Yes. You didn't send me the, any of your records, but you're doing an infomercial on the show now, apparently. Oh, no, yeah, no. I just thought, all right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm going to hand deliver that. I'm coming to Canada as soon as I get my passport. No, don't do not do that. As soon as you get your pad, trust me, they're never giving you your passport back. <laughs> I know. There's a reason why you don't have one. <laughs> so, yeah, send me the records, yeah. knucklehead. Oh, yeah. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a lot of nice records for you in the mail. So tell tell me, my friend, who's your hero? Who's your hero? Oh, man, I'm forever. I've always uh, I was born on December 18th, so I've always gone to Keith Richards as kind of a a man who's just kind of gone for it in life. And uh, I don't know, I, that hasn't changed much. I still kind of feel that way. Keith's the man. You like Keith Richards? Yeah, I love it. I mean, I mean, what's your I favorite? What's your favorite do. Rolling Stone song? Let me see if I can guess. I already, I guess okay. on, we'll both say it on the count of three. Ready? And I know okay. your favorite song. Okay. One, one, two, three. Before yeah. they make me run. Before they make me run. Yeah. You got me. Was it's I right? Song. And he only gets to sing like what? A handful of songs. And he totally nails that one. I love that. I got, I guessed your favorite Rolling Stone song. You nailed it. Completely You're not joking. You're not joking, right? I'm not joking. No, no, no. no absolutely wow. not. There's Rolling that's... Stone songs that people haven't even discovered yet. Yeah. Is that so? They're just, yeah, there's a vault. <laughs> they hid, you didn't hear that hidden Rolling Stones vault? I'm going to say Where this. I was, I was coming home from work today. I was in such a bad mood. It was so cold. <laughs> and I'm walking down the street. And then some guy comes up to me and he goes, have you seen my bird? And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, I just look at him like I glared at him. He goes, oh, hey, man, I'm sorry. Like he completely dropped whatever routine he was in. He goes, oh, hey, man, sorry. We're doing like a we're doing like a, a scavenger hunt thing. And we're just in the middle of the thing. I was like, I'm not having a good day. And he goes, so sorry, man. I hope you have a better day. Hope the rest of your day goes better. But it was just so, oh, like, have you seen my bird? Like, he was about to go into his whatever comedy routine <laughs> his scavenger hunt required. And just watching him fold as soon as I did not give him the time of day. Oh, I am so sorry. I, uh, we're just doing a scavenger hunt thing. It's like, you know what I say to that? Take the, don't let the Brooklyn thing come up and ruin Toronto. You want to go do your scavenger hunts and your tic-tac-toe and whatever you're doing in Brooklyn? What are they doing? The giant cradle in the park? Remember they put that giant crib in uh, McCarran Park and yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. went in it, right? 
What else are they playing there? Pillow fights in the middle of the park? Kickball? Don't bring that up here. This place has other things. They don't need, don't, Toronto, don't give in, don't try to be Brooklyn all of a sudden. And look, weed is going to be legal tomorrow, I believe, but it's, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. You can buy it, you can buy it, which I think is news, might be news to the stores I pass that openly sell it that it wasn't available (laughs) for sale. These stores that are just actively and opening selling it to anyone. Uh, well, everybody wants to be the last person to get busted selling weed in Canada. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> only that is maybe the most privileged thing I've ever heard a human say is that someone <laughs> would be thrilled to be the last person to get arrested for something. <laughs> that is truly. Look, I don't say things like this. You got to check your privilege, buddy. That is <laughs> right. to brag about getting arrested would be a cool thing. Because you, what do you think? It's going to be a jail fantasy camp? You get run through that thing? It's not Yang. It's not, you're not hanging out with, uh, the guys from Quiet Riot in some metal fantasy camp. Does, does, uh, Canada put people in jail for, uh, go tell some, go tell some what the Rockefeller law is all about, how fun it would be to go get arrested for drug possession. (laughs) Dump this dude. Dump this dude. Send me the records, but dump this dude. (laughs) Dump him. He is dumped. Uh, guy working me up here. Look, we don't make the show political, but the that's a line too far. Everything with the pot now, you know? It's pot culture. Yeah. They like their pot up here. Hey, Jason? Yeah? Tell me how this sounds. The wait is finally over. The ticket shaft is now over to take out and deliver that's I've never played more than I just played right now of it. I am savoring this. That's a four point eight. The shack gives you ten different flavors of chicken wing. What flavors were they giving? Well there was a there was a Jason Gore flavor. Open that door. Yeah. I don't want to open that door. Mark Prokes, do you like chicken wings? No. No. Uh, you know, it's dark meat and it's you know, a lot of skin. Because you're a very cultured guy. I'm yeah, I'm so cultured. You, you, you've got a, you've got a refined palate. I'm from Wisconsin. I uh-huh. do. I, I like cheese curds. Okay. And other cheese products. Well, then you're right where you should be here. Yeah. It, it, I, I'm, yeah, I do feel like I'm uh, back at home. Do you like poutine? No, no, no. Did you grow up with poutine? Nope. It didn't make it down to Wisconsin. No. I grew up on Bratwurst. Okay. Packers, Brewers, and. Oh, Packers. Okay. I wasn't sure what you. Yeah, that's my Wisconsin. Okay, I thought it was another food. Oh, Packers? Like, yeah. Like hot dogs with. Like bratwurst in them. I didn't know what those, if those were like, oh, those are the Packers. You don't eat those. You, don't, those you need the, to eat a Packer. Yeah. You get a Packer in the Lambeau Field parking lot. <laughs> Have you been to that stadium? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it fun? It is. It truly is. Do you know who goes to those games once a year? Is uh, Emmy Award winning actor Tony Shaloub. Oh, really? He grew up in Wisconsin also. 
Really? Yes, he grew up in, in Wisconsin, and he is a lifelong Packers fan. I didn't know that. Yes. Bud Crawford, the, the boxer, is a um, big Packers fan, too. Okay. I, I saw him the other night in the uh, on the Packers show, on the Packers show. So there's a ch- the Packers show. You mean the football game? Whatever you want to call it. I mean that's fine. The Packers show. That's <laughs> that's that is. Yeah, they do this show on, on, once a week. They do it sometimes on Mondays. Yeah, it's usually a weekend gig, and uh-huh. then it's a show, and then they do it with another uh, troupe. They'll have a guest team come in once in a while. Yeah. And then they do the thing, and you'd never know what's going to happen with it. That's the fun part is you never know what's going to happen. Every week it's different. Who is your all-time – speaking of heroes, was there a football player that was your hero when you were a kid? No, basketball, Larry Bird. And I know that's contentious for that's some fine. people. But I, I – you know, that mid-'80s Celtics, they were – That was your guy, Larry Bird. Yes. You like that wispy mustache? I didn't like the look. I he but he was you the know mustache he was smart. He was brilliant on yeah. the court. It was not but the mustache it turned me off. Mustache might have been a way to make people think he was dumb. Like there it, were a lot of ways he he did things yeah. that made people think he was dumb. I think that dumb. mustache might have been the well, primary. The mullet. One. The mullet, yeah. The mullet was uh, the curly the curly mullet yes. is a very special kind of mullet he had. <laughs> it like kind of like looped around in the back. It had its own like personality in the back. That thin mustache where you'd think he was still like in a junior in high school with that thing. The cool, the older kid that was held back two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guy at shop class. Yeah. Just like, yeah, there's always this guy in shop class, Larry. Yeah. How many years I, has he been? I in don't the know school? if he's a teacher. I don't know if he's the student. Yeah, he's <laughs> and he's he has just, a family. He's he has got kids. A, he's got a pickup truck, <laughs> and he's in the parking lot, and he goes out at lunch sometimes to check his mail. And he just blasts. He blasts uh, Judas Priest out in the parking lot, and he's hanging out there. He's like, I saw him like making out with a chick in the parking lot, and it's like then you find out it's like. Oh, you know that's one of the uh, best basketball players. Go, like he brings that attitude yep. to the NBA, and people are like, "Yeah, yeah." So that 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 was my sports hero growing up. Absolutely. Larry Bird. One of oh, the thing, yeah. my favorite Larry Bird things, his career ended early. Why? Because he hurt his back doing what? Shoveling his own his own walkway driveway up. Come on, Get people me. would sit outside his house to watch him mow his lawn. Well, why does he tell one of them to pick a shovel up? <laughs> Help him out. Help the guy out. He's getting older. Like they're watching him and suddenly he's like, oh! And they're like, oh, we better. It's bad if we're seen here that we were just watching him shovel. We should split. And they just like, they call the uh 911, which is like, Oh, yeah, I think Larry Bird is uh, hurt. Uh, Larry is, Bird's down. He's doubled um, over in his driveway. <laughs> okay, at, at, is, is he at Boston Garden right now? No, 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 no. No, he's at home in his driveway. I don't know the address. I don't Excuse wanna, me? Yeah. He, uh, so, so that was your sports here. How about your, did you have a comedy hero? Oh, yeah. Um, I had a handful, but, uh, Bob Newhart. Sure. That was your guy. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. No, he, from the time I can remember, mm-hmm. he was my, him and Don Knotts. Yes. Oh, you told me a thing. Can you do you tell that thing? Is that, no? Uh, I can tell it. it it's, it I've never. It's going to make you sad. It's really embarrassing. Um, so through a mutual writer friend, um, one of the writers from the Big Bang Theory, um, emailed me <laughs> and asked me if he said, you know, our showrunner is a huge fan uh-huh. um, of Kastros. This was right when I moved out to L.A. OK, so you're like, as green. As, oh, yeah. You're as green as the Packers. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. As green, green as Lambeau Field on a on a crisp September morn. Sunday. Sunday morn. Sunday morn. Yes. And um, so uh, he says, hey, listen, would you want to come in and do Kastros or just like kind of come in as Kastros mm-hmm. to surprise our um, our showrunner? And there's a part I left out last night that I forgot. Um, and I was like, you know, you know, that's not really up my alley. And he, and then he wrote back, um, well, if you change your mind, Bob Newhart's going to be on set. And I had met Bob Newhart once before at a table read. And during the table read, I went up, like the, the table read was ridiculously long. It was like, 190 pages and there was a halftime in between and so i went up to bob newhart Mm -hmm. and who was sitting one seat over from me and i i just asked him i said um how much ad libbing did you guys do on the bob newhart show Mm -hmm. and he he kind of side-eyed me and said um well not uh not not that much i mean the writers wrote a lot of it as, and I, you know, I took the cue as like, yeah. all right. Yeah. And so I then asked, are you and Don Rickles going to be going live? You know, his longtime friend. Right. right. And they would do shows around the area. And I said, are you and him, are, are you guys going to tour anytime soon? And he just said, no, nothing on the books. <laughs> on the books. And so, you know, that's, you know, I kind uh-huh. of just on my knees as I was just kind of wandered away. Yeah. Um, just. And so I thought, well, here's a chance. This Big Bang Theory showrunner gig I have yeah. just been offered. Here's a here's a chance for me to redeem myself with a Bob true Newhart. entree. Oh, absolutely. So I agreed to do it. I went in on what was apparently the worst possible day to go in to do my YouTube character for the showrunner of a network TV show because. They weren't, they didn't have the script nailed down and they were about to film. And they're in a panic. They were in a panic. Yeah. And so they brought me in to see the showrunner and I came in. I was like, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Were you dressed as K Strong? Oh, yeah. So you came in cold. It was, oh, it was so embarrassing. And it was one of those things like, what? What? Yes. I'm trying to get the thing. He looked at me and said, oh, hi. And then he looked to the guy next to me and said, hey, do we have Johnny Sides yet? Uh-huh. Johnny Galecki. <laughs> Johnny Galecki. So you're in, what are you wearing now? Oh, green suspenders, green shorts, you know, my moron outfit. At work, 
at, like, or yeah, someone else's workplace. Yeah, at someone else's workplace who's seriously like he's mm-hmm. trying to figure out the damn show. Yeah. Because they do it, you know, they yeah. tape live. Yeah. And you're and I'm mincing around like a moron. Yeah. Anyway, it did not go as planned. And, and we got a little surprise for you. It, it no joke, it was. It was that? Yeah. What? It was like Oh. Yeah. Oh hey, hey man. It was that we're, and we're, we're Johnny Sides. We got that. And you're just like did you shrink? Oh, it tail between the legs. I walked off. Anyway, I stayed for the show. And after the show, uh, uh, this guy, this writer friend brought me over to Bob Newhart. And I said, oh, hi, Bob. Uh, nice to see you. Uh, we actually met at, you know, Blank and Blank's table read. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, okay. Uh, hi. And then he just looked at me from the corner of his eyes like I was about to shiv him. Like I was going to attack is, him. Yeah, this is a scare. Like. I'm on edge now. This is that bald, doughy stalker guy from the table read. (laughs) So there clearly was the look of recognition. Yeah, and fear. And fear. Yeah. So that's my hero. That was meeting my hero. That's your hero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how it goes, though. I've met a lot of people that I like or have admired, but aren't heroes, and it went fine. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think... Yeah, for me, hero-wise, yeah, because everybody's like, you don't want to meet a hero. But then, like, you just kind of validated that. Yeah. Oh, right? Because yeah. then I'd be like, because then I also question, like, what even is a hero? Like, that's like, look, would a part of me like to have met Bill Murray at some point in my life? Yeah, sure. But is he my hero? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, there's those. I don't think he's my hero. I think I admire his stuff. Right. right. I mean, the only hero I guess I have would be like like Sully, right? Sure. Sully Sullenberger. Right? Sure. Oh, and speaking of hero, Mike, get on the get on the mic, Mike. Mike, that's a. Where are you? I'm. So, I want to. I want to say, look, we do not speak ill of the dead here on the show, of course, but uh, I know Mike, somebody you admired, just passed away. Yeah. <laughs> today. <laughs> I was waiting for this. The world <laughs> lost uh, yeah. a, a great man. Yeah. Uh, uh, owner of the uh, Dennis Hoff. Yeah. A politician. Mm-hmm. A, a poli- I guess he's call him a politician first, right? Yeah. And the owner of a uh, brothel. Yes. That HBO was in biz extended <laughs> business with. Oh yeah. Uh, years. HBO oh, yeah. was doing years of business uh-huh. with uh, this brothel. Yeah. Um, There's like 15 seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. They uh, they worked that deal out. Mine, uh, mine, not so much. Um, and, and it will show they, it will show for eternity yeah. Yeah. on HBO on yeah. demand under the what do they yeah. call it? Late night. I think it's after dark. Yeah. After Cat dark. House. Yeah. Cat House. They had a show yeah. called Cat House, uh-huh. starring this creep uh-huh. Dennis Hoff, yeah. who uh, ran the Cat House uh-huh. and. Uh, he passed away. Mm-hmm. He was running for. Was he running for Mike? Uh, assemblyman, I think. He's running for Congress, wasn't he? Congress. Uh, I'm not sure. Oof. I think it was Dennis Hoff. Yeah. What was intriguing to me? I mean, he died in his sleep. As he lived. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. He, he died in his sleep, which is, you know, if, if you're going to go out, that's like the yeah. best way to go out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was discovered 
by uh, he had just celebrated his 72nd birthday the night before mm-hmm. with Ron Air Jeremy. Force Annie. Ron Jeremy. From Air Force Annie from the show? Okay, no, no. Ron Jeremy. Of Ron course. Jeremy. <laughs> Flav of Flav. Flav, great. And Joe Apreo. And Sheriff Joe. Sheriff Joe. And, you know, yeah, I'm, I, I was thinking, like, maybe that could be a topic, future topic, of if you were going to go out, who were the people you would like to surround yourself the night before you go out, you know, after seeing that grouping? I mean, you know. So Dennis Hoff <laughs> went out with Ron Jeremy. The, the, the last night of his life was spent with Ron Jeremy. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. And Joe and, and Sheriff Joe. It's like if you took Duke from G.I. Joe and Han Solo from Star Wars, He Man. Yeah. It's it's a really great yeah. bunch. It's like the that's like the Beatles of Scum. <laughs> it's like they were holding a uh, a, a boat giveaway and, and called all the cons in. Exactly. Just but, arrest everybody on general principles so we'll sort it out downtown. I have a feeling Just Flavor Flavor was, was there accidentally. I, I, I can't. Except yeah, the I'm fact sure that, he wandered in. Yeah, I think Mike, he he probably just happened to be in the same hotel or something, wherever it was Mike, the party was. Magic, magical moments don't happen very often <laughs> in life, but when they do, you need to treasure them. And as I had said on the air when I was in Las Vegas two years ago, seeing the Chris Angel ma- uh, tribute show, mm-hmm. the the fundraiser he did. Do you remember when I talked about this, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. And when when they were on stage. And it was Chris Angel and the head of his charity and then uh, his family and then Tony Orlando, who is the host of the evening. Um, and he uh, – they were giving – they had a giant check for Chris Angel's uh, organization. Uh, and then Flavor Flav, who had performed earlier in the show with Blue Man Group, um, apparently felt he didn't get enough stage time, came out during the check-giving moment, got his hands on a live mic somehow – and started talking about what a great guy Chris Angel was. Like, not unlike you, Mike, stealing my moment with uh, the Kurt Vile, Courtney Barnett thing. This is Chris Angel's crowning moment where he is going to get this check awarded for the, for the, all the charitable contributions that they had raised and, uh, Flavor Flav, you were Flavor Flav that night, Mike, at that show. When you had to go down the aisle and make me stand up and look like I was trying to get uh, applause, I was happy to stand in the back. It was Paul, it was a Jello Man who really wanted me to go, go down to the seats. Yeah, of course. So yeah. if Jello Man tells you to jump, you say how high. Apparently, well, apparently yeah. Jello Man yeah. is your well, he's, your puppet master. He's, he's Kurt's brother. You know, I felt like you know. Yeah, I was. So yes, yeah, so that lineup. Dennis Hoff, where the world uh, right now, uh, people in heaven are a little <laughs> scared, grossed out, and yeah. grossed out. Heaven. There's a few. There's a few more showers. People are taking a few more showers in heaven tonight. Are you sure about angels, heaven? Every yeah. Every time he dies, an angel takes a shower. Somebody's just like. <laughs> <laughs> now this guy, again. Uh, 
Also, condolences to everybody over at HBO for losing a long-term <laughs> business partner uh, and, and, and career-long collaborator. I uh, I couldn't get a second year of my thing worked out with them, but that's fine. You know, they could sort out season 14 of Cat House. They managed to get the terms of that nailed down with no problem. Dennis, uh, right? Executive producer, Dennis Hoff. Like probably, probably later in the run of Cat House, he must have had an – Executive producer. Oh, yeah. Credit. What do you think the mood's like at the cat house tonight? You think there's going to be a a somber well, memorial? Mike, they probably, that place, somebody, this is what happened at the cat house. <laughs> Someone found out Dennis was dead. Mm-hmm. They started taking stuff, like gold, <laughs> whatever, whatever they knew. Somebody, I guarantee this, within 24 hours, somebody is like, we yeah. got to get into that safe. I know before before this thing uh, becomes a legal matter. The old lady. There's a, there's a safe. Uh-huh. He always said I could have that lamp. He always said I could. That's exactly that now bath we, mat. Then uh-huh. it's down to that exactly. It's down to like, yeah, Dennis. I want to remember Dennis with with this uh, you know with this uh, pearl handled pistol that he always waved around. He always pointed at me and said. It's the way I want to remember because that's the gun he waved at me. Um, <laughs> I get the rest of his toilet paper. Yeah, I get the rest of his toilet paper. Yeah, that's the gun he stuck in my mouth that time. Remember and told me to told me to make make my peace with the Lord. Remember when we did that in the music video, Mike? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. New pornographer's video. Yeah. yeah. Greatest moments. <laughs> Kevin Corrigan playing Dan Behar from the New Pornographers mm-hmm. pulls out a gun, a rubber gun, by the way. We did not have a real yeah, gun no. on the set. And puts the gun in Mike's face. Mike is drumming. Well, you're drumming, right? Yeah, yeah. Pretending to. In full Aladdin Sane makeup. Mm-hmm. And he sticks the gun in your face. Yeah. And then you chomp down on the barrel. Mm-hmm. Of the gun daring him. Yeah. That was, I, I'll tell you, I, look, I know I get on you. <laughs> I get on you. I call uh-huh. the names, and look, the uh-huh. name, I don't call you. I'm, I'm the one defending. Uh-huh. The names I hear people say about you, Mike, yeah. it would make your head spin. Yeah, the backstabbing. If you only knew, if you only knew the defending I have to do of you, Mike. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, what's he doing there? I'm like, People say like, uh-huh. "What's what's the real deal with Mike?" Oh, he's a great guy, great guy. And then they'll say, "That Mike is a no good blank, and he did this, he did that." No, he didn't. I don't buy it. Yeah. I don't buy it for a second. He's a good guy. But because what you did, what you did, I'll defend you for the rest of my life, Mike. Mm-hmm. And I'll also say, apmike.bandcamp.com <laughs> is, from what I've heard, the masses shirts are still up there. Yeah. Uh, Calendars, how are they selling? They're going good. Uh, I'm starting to see some double orders now as the holiday approaches. Mm. People are getting them for, as gifts for friends and sure. going well. Mm-hmm. I'm looking into having. So that's it. You're seeing orders like people are now getting them for other people. Yeah, they have yeah, theirs. Yeah, the double orders. Haven't had a triple order yet, but uh, I expect uh, they'll, they'll start coming in. Now, what states have you not gotten <laughs> orders from? You know what? I think maybe Wyoming. Okay, it's pretty People sparse. Wyoming not coming through. 
Uh, yeah, but I mean, Idaho's come through, South Dakota, uh, mm-hmm. Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. Well, see, Mike, the problem is out there. A lot of these places, you're competing with the almanacs, uh-huh. and that's they, they tend to lean on poor John or whatever that guy was. <laughs> but, They're not up to calendars yet. But, but, you know, certain cities are like just like hot spots. Portland is like my, my number one city. I mean, I, I, what if we do that? Hey, what about this, Mike? No joke. Mm-hmm. Today is the 16th. Mm-hmm. What if we say, and I'll do this. I will do this, Mike. Mm-hmm. If you'll do it, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And whichever city gets the most orders, hmm. get you ready for yeah, you see where yeah, I'm going with this? Yeah, maybe, yeah. They get AP Mike. <laughs> yeah, right. that'd be great. I'll buy you a plane ticket. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I'll yeah. buy you a plane ticket to any whatever U.S. city. I don't want you to suddenly be like, "Yeah, Turks and Caicos." Boy, like you'll put your own order in for calendars. But 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 you'll, you'll pull a punch drunk love on me with that pudding labels. You'll pull you, a switcheroo. You'll buy your own calendars from you. You'll sell them to yourself, and then you'll go to the you'll go to Turks and Caicos on my dime. No, but uh, you, you probably already know that Brooklyn is also way up there too. Oh yeah, no, no, you'll, I'll, I'll make you fly from Newark to to JFK. You'll have to, you'll have to go from, you'll have to fly from Newark to JFK and then, then take the the bus to Brooklyn. If it's yeah. Brooklyn, no, we'll take Brooklyn off the table. Okay, how All about right. that? Yeah, it's either. No, no, uh, we can put Brooklyn. No, 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 because I don't want people from Brooklyn not by the calendar. Right, 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 right. We'll send you to Brooklyn. Yeah. If it's Brooklyn, you go first class. Austin, right? Texas Uber is X. also. I'll send you Uber X. Austin, Texas is also coming through big time. Okay. Well, yeah. look. Why don't you keep a tally of which city is uh-huh. uh which city is at the the top? Uh-huh. What should we What should we set the date as? A month from now? Hmm. Maybe go even further, right? A little further. How about yeah, we yeah. do? Yeah, let's do it to the end of the Towards year. The then let's do because that's yeah. the calendar do it to the cycle. End of the year, yeah. Why don't we do the end of the year? Whichever city buys the most AP Mike calendars over at apmike.bandcamp.com, Mike will go to that city, and I mean, God knows what you're going to do when you get there. <laughs> Basically, I, yeah. I mean, I could probably just go to like a bar that would uh, probably would like yeah. to have me oh, for no. for a night, and that's uh, exactly it. You know, You'll go to a bar in in that and hang out with everybody. Yeah, yeah. A meet and greet thing. Yeah. A meet and greet. Um, mm-hmm. AP Mike meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Would Would you do that? Yeah, I would do that. Then let's do that. End of the year. This is the challenge. The AP Mike calendar challenge. Mm-hmm. Whichever city comes through most, Mike's going to do a personal appearance in your city. I love this. Yeah. This is great. Fun. Right? Yeah. What can you imagine the thrill, Mark, approach <laughs> of going to your town? You find out your town's in the running, you're close, and you just, you, maybe if we could only get 30 more people to buy a calendar, then Mike's coming to Los Angeles. I mean, it could energize the whole community. Yeah. It really is. It's like a, it's like a, uh, like a, like a, a sea biscuit scenario. Where yeah, a sea biscuit or, um. This horse is giving people hope. Yeah. Or Cinderella Man. Your Cinderella and this boxer's giving people hope. Yeah, people will people will feel energized who are are at a certain point in their life where they felt downtrodden. 
and they just like a thing can give them hope. Uh huh. AP yeah. Mike. AP Mike is giving people hope. Can you imagine that? Yeah. A man in his calendar. We're, we're close. Yeah. Hey, this, this calendar's giving people hope. Right? Yeah. This little yeah. calendar's yeah. giving people hope. <laughs> I also want to say this. The sea biscuit. Really? Everybody's that juiced about a horse. This horse is giving people hope. This horse doesn't even know you exist. He wants to eat oats and run. He's in, He's not getting off on giving you hope. No. Like, eat... It's like, how can you have a thing? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, Rocky gives you hope. All right. I could buy that. I'm still not 100% sold on that Creed 2 trailer the more I watch it. There's something a little weird about Drago's kid coming back to fight. It's like, why does every franchise have to be about lineage? Yeah, there aren't kids I mean, child it's not boxers. Politics. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's weird enough that everybody's, uh, yeah, my, my grandfather was a Jedi, so now I'm a Jedi too. Yeah. But now everybody's a boxer. Drago's no. kid's a boxer, right, Mike? Yeah. What if Philly wins it, Mike? Philly, yeah, Philly's strong contender. All right, yeah. you'll go down there. Yeah. You'll you'll rock it down there, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it'll be fun in Philly. Yeah, those are your people. Are there any Wisconsin cities, uh-huh. Mike? Uh, yeah, Milwaukee, um, Madison. Uh, nah, you know the uh, usuals. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You know, um, yeah. but yeah, Wisconsin's in the mix, definitely. Had a few go out there. Don't say that just because I'm on the show. No, you no, don't no. Don't need to I, do that. <laughs> yeah, come on, Mike. This I, guy can take I it. I get the figures every day, you know. And uh, Madison is in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you want to say some words about Dennis Hoff, Mike? <laughs> Anything you want to say? Not really. I mean, he uh, this, like I said, he you, he he went out. He, he had a, a fortunate ending, and I guess maybe uh, you would have thought he would have got a. A rougher deal at the end, but uh, no. And, no, uh, really sure. is the. It's really quite uh, dispiriting, actually. I think you could say is that he was not punished in any way <laughs> by life. And he I, was a bad guy who did bad things and hurt many people, mm-hmm. and only seemed to be rewarded. Well, for exploiting others. I think he, he, he's currently on the ticket for for the next election, and I'm wondering now if if I know what you're saying. If, you if, think he faked his death? Well, you think he faked his death? <laughs> no, but say he he, right? he he does win. Does that mm-hmm. mean like Air Force Annie can step into his his uh, his job? Oh no! You know what I think is going to happen, Sheriff Joe. Going to slide in, he, he or even Ron Jeremy. Something in his will. President Jeremy. What if Ron Jeremy? <laughs> Mark. One time I was in Los Angeles. I'm driving through uh, the city of West Hollywood, and I'm going down Sunset Boulevard, which is a major drag. Mm-hmm. And I'm going past uh, the Hustler Superstore, right? Uh-huh. Which is uh, a, a huge uh, porn emporium, and uh, 
they also it's it's a not just a porn emporium. It also has a cafe attached to it. And oh, I, that's yeah, a little fun if you want to. That's nice. Yeah. Grab a, a latte or uh, take your parents or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anybody uh, want a little uh, little wake me up? Go to the uh, get the eggs, Benny at uh, <laughs> Hustler Cafe. So I'm driving past. Outside the Hustler Superstore, at one of their, their their nice cafe outdoor tables too, because of course indoor outdoor cafe, it's, uh-huh. you know, as all nice uh, European styled cafes would be, is sort of an outdoor component. Sure. Ron Jeremy's sitting outside the Hustler Superstore drinking coffee. It's like it's like, come on, Ron, that's that's on the nose for even you. Way too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's go get some coffee. Go to the Hustler Superstore. Imagine him coming. Can you imagine the poor barista working there? Ron's back. Oh, God, Ron's back. Get his soup ready. Yeah. I want a mocha latte. Uh, right? And, and the, I'll have the mulligan stew. <laughs> you heat this up. He comes with something. It's, yeah. to heat up. it's Albertson's brand mulligan stew. Yeah, I got this. Got this is a John's. Can you heat? <laughs> can you heat this soup up for me? It's Mulligan stew. You can have some. You can have some. I used to have intercourse on TV. <laughs> Worst part would be when he's just like, and you get the key for the men's room. Oh. <laughs> right, Ron. Yeah, Ron not again. It's broken, Ron. Like they're just <laughs> they keep telling him it's broken. You broke yeah. the mop last time, Ron. We're not letting you in there again. Uh-huh. This is Mike's favorite. <laughs> this Dennis Hoff thing. I know. I know you're you're putting on a brave face with it, Mike, and I appreciate that. It's a it's a testament to your uh, professionalism as a broadcaster that you're you know you know that the you know the the image comes first, and you mm-hmm. you 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 have a role to play. He died as he lived, forgettably. Mm-hmm. And just again, I I know I'm not I'm not trying to run this into the ground, but HB, I hope that everyone at home box office. Uh, <laughs> well, they're probably working they, on a tribute already, right? Good time, they lost a good friend, and I hope they can they can get through this troubled time. Uh, colleague, they're a gonna... colleague, and a coworker, and a, I'm sure a friend, colleague, coworker, and probably family member, family. You yeah. part of the call, HBO family. You call him family at this yeah. point. No, I I could, uh, I could already see them doing their version. You know, a, a CNN. Just did a uh, the impact of uh, Anthony Bourdain, so uh, I could see sure. HBO doing the impact <laughs> of Dennis Hoff. You think <laughs> you know? they'll do a tribute? Just, to... You know, everybody okay. coming Here, forward. Here's how, one how for much you. Dennis, Dennis Hoff, Hoff to... <laughs> does Dennis Hoff make the Emmys in memoriam uh, <laughs> credit? That just bummed me out. I th- think it's no. I think I think. I think HBO will push for it, but I think the Academy pushes back on that one. <laughs> will Ron Jeremy? Uh-huh. For what? His appearances in, like, a his Detroit stunt Rock casting. City. Well, that'd be yeah. It. Yeah. He was in uh, the movie Detroit Rock City. That would be the that would be the Oscars, though, for that. So I guess right. have to be a tribute. Ugh. Yeah. Mike, here's one for you. Do I ever make an in-memoriam? Do I? Edgar Awards, maybe? Podcasters Hall of Fame. Ed, Podcaster Hall of Fame? No, I created that, Mike. I created. 
<laughs> Did you know I created a podcast? Oh, I do. Oh, absolutely, yeah. We need to have another. Oh, we. I think it's time for another uh, award <laughs> show. It's about this time last the year we did yeah. it. Yeah. I got to figure out who the new in- inductees are mm-hmm. to the Podcasting Hall of Fame. Maybe maybe hamburger men get in this year, right? Maybe. Right? <laughs> who should maybe? What if we only let the hamburger from Hamburger Men in? Not the two guys that do it. We'll just let their hamburger friend in. Because I think they have like an animated hamburger they hang out with. We'll let the animated hamburger in this year. But you have to pick an episode, don't you? To to uh, honor them? Yeah, like Fish Filet, uh, yeah. 1017. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We'd like to honor hamburger men for the Arby's Big, Be- <laughs> the Big Beef and Cheese episode. <laughs> Do they do that every day, or is it a weekly? I think they do it once or twice a week. Uh, I don't know, yeah. Mike. I just know how much money they're making from it. It makes me ill. Yeah, I can't imagine even listening to it. it makes me as ill as they must be from eating that food. Uh. you imagine these guys going to Johnny Rockets? These guys have to go to Johnny. That's work yeah. for them, Mike. Johnny Rockets. Did they talk about uh, Burger King's uh, zesty sauce for the onion rings? Mike, they don't <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> I don't listen. Okay. Uh-huh. So they talk, I'm sure they do, though. I'm uh-huh. sure they talk about the zesty sauce at Burger King. I'm sure that's going to be a uh, that's going to be an investigative uh, report for them. Zesty sauce. What is now, it? God bless. I said, uh-huh. God bless them. God bless all. And there's money to make. I salute everybody. I salute. Uh, all these people with their podcasts, the more the merrier. There's still room in the pool. Come on, everybody. Jump on in. Right? Marketplace of ideas. Yeah. it's It really is. It's a vibrant medium. Everybody should take a crack at it. And everyone should try to listen to every podcast. Every podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. You should just listen all day. Music is a thing of the past. <laughs> you should just listen to people goof around. Is the way it is now, Mike? Yes. Who is your hero growing? Up? You know, I've, I've been trying to think of this. You know, I'd like to say somebody in my own life. You know, but uh, I don't know. There's been lots of disappointments. Um, Bill, Bar- Bill well, Bradley. Who's, who's, then who's a famous person? If, if you don't uh, want to go into the personal uh, route, uh-huh. is there a famous uh, a person that you admired as a child? You know, I've, I've I've liked different writers over the years, but then I sort of like tend to move on. It's not like one writer's, you know, even writers sort of eventually they sort of disappoint you later on. You know, like they don't hold up as time goes on. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's a tough one. Uh, I don't know. So you have no answer to this. Yeah, I'm saying. still thinking. I I, I wanted to come right, up with get, something. Get, <laughs> beat, beat it, beat it, Mike. Beat it. You're right. driving me nuts. Sorry. Get Dudio in there. He'll have somebody. And you know what? He'll come in. Dude, this is what Dudio will do. He's going to have someone, and he's going to say it in a way that also makes that works very hard to make you sound dumb for not having one. Well, I got quite a few. Um, See, there it is. That's what uh, I was. Freddie Mercury. More than one, Mike. Freddie Mercury is a hero of mine. Um, okay, Freddie Mercury. Uh, Phil Hartman, comedy wise. Mm-hmm. Big hero yes. of mine. Kristen, when she worked at SNL, had Phil Hartman's desk, and I would touch it every time I was there. 
Not in a creepy it's way. Exciting. But yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like feel that energy off of it or whatever. So So Phil Hartman. Yeah. The guys from REM. Mm-hmm. Always big big okay. uh, heroes. Those are your heroes. And Those are good I, heroes. And, yeah. And I embarrassed myself in front of one of them once, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someday we'll hear that story. Yeah. You did or didn't? Oh, I did. Terribly. Oh, okay. I thought you were doing a dig on me. No! Like, I'm no. the only one that has embarrassed himself in front of a hero. No, I tremendously embarrassed myself in front of one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Well, look. Mark, your story was super rough. I'm not going to lie. That's a rough one. <laughs> you have desperation in there. You have... Uh, Idol, uh, idolatry. Uh, idolatry. Uh, hopes. You know, delusion, yeah, delusion, mostly delusion. Yeah. There's, there's, yes, trickery. Yeah, uh, the Hollywood gamut they call yeah. it. And then you got the, uh, you got the, the switcheroo on you. You were all, you suddenly, the trickster was was on the wrong end of yeah a moment. And my comeuppance. But look, I had a thing. I talked about Patty Smith. I'm not going to say it again. That's one of the worst moments of my. That is one of the most. There's one of the lowest moments when I was on that elevator. Oh, I can feel that elevator now. I can feel it. If I cl- I'm closing my eyes, I can actually feel my skin warming up as I think about being on that elevator. I can feel, I feel unsettled. That's how that is. It becomes, you go right back to the moment. Any moment like that, Dudia, where you uh, were in front of a hero and you uh, you uh, blew your cool? Um, no, I mean there are there have been like Dan Aykroyd's a hero of mine, and I I I don't know if I've ever told you this story, Tom, but yeah, when Kristen was at SNL, we would go to the after parties, which which were terrible. It's just you're going to a restaurant and paying for your own food, and it's like sitting at a fancy restaurant with everybody around you yeah that's called going to a restaurant yeah you generally go <laughs> that's and all it is. for what you order yeah except now you now you just have to make sure that uh josh gad doesn't set his coat on your meal right which could have happened at any moment yeah um but i we got to one of the, the restaurants early and dan right. Aykroyd was sitting there and i the the person taking us to don't the table. T- don't tell me you did your Dr. Detroit impression. <laughs> it don't. was so close. <laughs> don't, it's please. such a good impression. Um, I hope you didn't. But uh, I was walking by him and I what looked did- I looked at him and he looked at me and immediately, you know how if you order a bottle of champagne or something, they'll put it in a bucket and ice? Do you sure. Know, like one on, on, on like a stand. He looked at me okay. and then looked at his uh, bottle of champagne and then pulled it closer to him. As if you were going to snake it? Yeah, as if I was walking up to snake his uh, champagne. All right, that's weird. That's just a weird. Yeah. That's, that's on him. That's, that's on, on him, but it still made me feel yeah. bad. Yeah. So. Look, I never talk about these things, but I went to an SNL after party. Uh, the last time I ever went to one, I went... I was sitting at a table with the cast member, ordered food, uh, got up to go uh, wash my hands, came back, uh, 
And there was some sleazy hanger-on sitting in my chair trying to get time with the cast member leaning over my food. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like sucking up to the cast member with my food underneath his um, wildly flailing arms. Every word he spoke was another, like, millimeter of his spit on your fries. On my fries. food, yes. Yeah. And I did not eat the food. <laughs> and I never went back to another one of those things again. It's just like, you're over my food. Please don't. Like, you don't see anything wrong with what you're doing here? Is it someone clearly is sitting here and you just say, this is my big chance. Oh, yeah, this guy's salmon burgers at the thing. I don't care. I got to pitch my movie. No, that, that was the, that was the end of that. Yeah. Well, any calls, Dudio? Yeah, we have some. Let's go to put someone, put someone through. Line one. You're on. What that is? Someone in a wind tunnel? Who is this? Uh, sorry, this is Darren. Have a Who is this? Uh, one second. Sorry, give me one sec. Uh, hey, Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel, you're here with you're here with me and Mark Proch. What's up? Oh, I'm very good. How are you guys? Good. What, what to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? What do you owe the pleasure? I'm calling from Toronto in my uh, lovely old basement apartment. I want to recommend. I think I listened to the best show last week, and Tom was talking about doubles. And there's a very good doubles restaurant close to me, and I wanted to uh, pass on that exciting advice. What, what is it called? It is better not called, be your basement. I'm telling you right now. If you give me the address to your basement and you say it's a doubles restaurant, oh boy. Well, it's not too close. It's, close, it's a place called La Lemonada, and it's in the basement of a church just close to me. So it's like it's barely a, even a restaurant. Like it's a little secret spot, but it's kind La, of La. Spell it for me. L A. Limonada, L-I-M-O-N-A-D-A, on College Street. La Limonada. La Limonada. Yeah. Okay. For doubles. For doubles. No, what's doubles? It's, uh, is it Trinidadian food? Yeah, it's like a Trinidadian food. It's it's like very good. Really? They're so good. What would you compare it to? Is it, is it, would you say it's a neighbor of like a samosa almost, uh, caller? Yeah, it's in, within that world. It's in this samosa kind of Love that idea. They're very good. They're so yeah. good. And I, I, that's my favorite thing up here are those. And yeah. well, we're trying to figure out where the best ones are. And this guy's saying, no, well, this is well, what I, had, I had the show last week and I was like, ah, this is, you guys need to check this place out. I just found it the other day. It's a very All good right. one. Well. We will go to, well, I'm not going to say whether we're going to go or not. I don't know. I still don't know if this is your <laughs> ha- okay. house of horrors. <laughs> going to go into okay, crooked sign sure. says doubles I was, I was, on it. I was living in another basement apartment when I moved to Toronto, and I bought one of Mike's lovely headshots and tweeted it at him. And he said the place that I lived in looked like the guy. What was that film? What's the Boston film where the guy burns the house down? The what film? The film where the guy ends up burning his house down, where they're all from Boston. It's Casey Affleck. Um, ah, Jeff- by the feet. 
Uh, yeah, I, I tweeted a picture of my uh, headshot of Mike at my breakfast bar, and he said that my uh, breakfast bar looked worse than the place <laughs> where the guy in uh, Manchester by the Sea lived, which was uh, the highlight of my uh, 2017. Oh, my, uh, we'll take it where we can get it. <laughs> that was the highlight of your year was... Mike saying that your place was, you know. <laughs> you remember this guy, Mike? He said no. All right. Dump this. Thanks for the recommendation, but you're out. Oh, Mark, sweet Mark. What are we going to do? We're here in Toronto. For a long haul. Many, many weeks. Yes. And we got, uh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired in me bones. I don't know what to do. It's chilly here. It is. It's, it's chilly. cold. Gets gets into your bones. It does. The chill. Maybe we'll go see a uh, hockey game. Oh, man. You like hockey now? No, but I'll go. Yeah, I don't like hockey that much either. Is there basketball? There is. There's the Toronto Raptors, who oh, I do want to see. We can go see a Raptors Let's game. Let's go see a Raptors game. Right? Yeah. I'd do that. Sure. I'll go see a Raptors game. They don't have football, do they? Uh, I believe they have a CFL team. Which, okay. Uh, so no. No is no, the answer. Don't. Yeah. We're not going to go see the <laughs> Toronto Argonauts uh, play the, the Knots. Montreal Alouettes, I believe it might be. Knots Wets. Yeah. We're gonna go, yeah, a Knots Wets game. <laughs> um. Yeah. We'll just keep eating. We'll get through it. I'll say this, Mark. You're one of the funniest guys ever. Well, that's you just are. <laughs> Dude, do you have any other calls? Yeah. Let's go to line number three. Line three. Line three, you're on. Hey, is this, um, is this, uh, Tom of the Basha? It is. To whom am I speaking? Uh, Justin in Asheville, North Carolina. Justin in Asheville? Yes, sir. What's going on in Asheville tonight? Asheville, I've not been to Asheville. Everybody loves it, though. Yeah, it's not, not doing too much tonight. Just rainy and kind of cold. All right. Anything else? Yeah, no, not no, not much. Just okay. hang out, listen to All right, to dump that. this dude. Dump him. He's got nothing to say. Dump him. Dumped. Right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I like Asheville a lot. That one kind of let me down. Do you know this clip no. that I'm playing? Do you know, uh, co- uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, I know Football Jim. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is him at a press conference. I'll play the whole thing. Listen to this. Ray, this is what I want you to do. Just go, eh, if you hear anything that troubles you. Okay. And you can, do, I'm just going to let it play straight through, but you can go, eh. I can something. interject. Yeah, just, just okay. make that sound. Here we go. We're not ready. Question. How much milk do I have to drink to be big enough to be quarterback? Can I give you a hug? <laughs> <laughs> That is a great question, and I love that you're thinking about that. 
drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. Uh, At all times, drink as much milk as your could be chocolate milk. Uh, could be uh, could be the two percent, but the the ideal is the whole milk. Uh, That's the ideal. As much as your little belly can hold. Uh, uh, is I mean, he should have been like let out after that. Like they should have just been like, how'd this guy, like they find the real coach tied up in like a supply closet. Who would talk to a child that way in any matter? Like be it a press conference or you're just walking down the street. You don't tell them to drink whole milk. And just to say milk. Also, yeah, milk. Which is, is that's a Midwest pronunciation. No. Now see, people have said it is, but you say it's not. No, we said milk. Yeah. Of course you did. Oh, yeah. It's got an eye in it. Yeah, there may be some city in the Midwest where he was born where they say milk and library and whatnot, yeah. but. Drink as much milk. As your little tummy little can belly, hold. Little belly. Little belly. It's worse than tummy. Which means he looked at his belly and saw that it was little and, and noted it in his mind and then said, drink as much as your little belly can hold. And he wants them. Because, look. Does he own cows? What is his angle? (laughs) Think about about this. When you've had milk, milk, when you've had a lot of, say you've had as much milk, and I'm saying milk, not milk. When you've had as much as your stomach, I'm going to say stomach also, can hold. Have you ever felt like you were at your best? And this is you in a Wisconsin. No, no, absolutely. I mean, you first off, you you learn very early on. You don't drink as much milk as your little belly can hold, unless you're, you know, breastfeeding. Yeah, unless you're trying to grow. Right. Not when you're fully grown. You or even a growing a child does not. Oh, that kid! Like, have you ever just been like, go, 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 go? Oh, I'm ready now. Yeah. I'm ready to take on the world. Let's go play football. <laughs> Wouldn't you just be like, <laughs> oh, I gotta lay down. Oh, I drank, I didn't even drink as much milk as my little belly can hold and I don't feel so good. And now I drink, I drink as much milk as my colon can hold and now I, I'm, you know, dying as much as my toilet can hold. <laughs> hey coach, <laughs> uh, I was that kid who you told to. <laughs> Drink all that milk, and uh, doctor said I have about two weeks to go. I'm 20. Sorry for uh, yeah. the pauses between my voice, but I'm on this ventilator. I'm and completely ended. Just speaking. Just sitting. Just wanted to just ask you to please reconsider that <laughs> that milk recommendation you've been doling out to everybody. Didn't work for me, coach. You might want to. Think twice before you tell anybody else to do that. I'm in bad shape, man. This is not good. There's and there's more than there's plenty of us out there, Coach. Yeah. Why'd you do this? You got Why'd a lot you of do us. this? Yeah. You ruined the generation, Coach. With the milk. We all have milk cancer. Oh, why'd you do this? Somebody said also Lolly Minata on uh, Twitter. Oh. Great. We have to check it out. Trust everyone who's raving about this place. This is Yelp, and they don't mess around at Yelp. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Dudio? Yes. 
Any other calls? We have uh, two on hold right now, so let me go to... Let's burn those two. Let's burn those two. No more new ones, and then I'm going to sh- uh, wrap it up here. Okay, so line four. I don't say, I don't, I don't say shut it down because that was uh, uh, taken. The commercial world turned that into a phrase that just is no different saying you throw up in your mouth a little bit or you... Uh, right. Or there's a garbage fire or... Shut the front door. Yeah. It's like... Uh, that happened. Uh, that's not even a thing. So, okay. Awkward got, moment. Yeah. Awkward. Line two. Hi, welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Hi, this is Jonathan. How are you? Good, good, Jonathan. You're here with me and Mark Proch. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you, Jonathan? Yeah, I'm doing good. You enjoying Toronto? Yeah, it's it's great. We're eating a lot and trying to catch up on sleep. Okay. Yeah, I heard the pizza is not going over so well. <laughs> you did? <laughs> Where'd you hear that? Yeah. Well, Tom was talking about how he doesn't like the pizza from Toronto. Oh, uh, I haven't like... I haven't had the pizza yet in Toronto. Okay. I can make it. That's not that doesn't define a city. We had French food last night and it was delicious. Yeah. Okay, good. Jonathan, what what can I do for you? Well, I, I just thought I'd, I'd call in about the the topic, um, talking about heroes. Yeah, well, tell me about your hero. Who's your hero, or who is your hero? You can still well, have a I've hero. Seen, I've seen a couple of my musical heroes this year, um, and one of them is coming up, and I wanted to recommend it to you as something to do. Go ahead. Are you interested? Yeah. Um, You're going to say this Sunday. This Sunday. Oh, what's happening this Sunday? I don't know. Go ahead. You. I, I'm seeing if I can guess what you're going to say. What do who? What hero are you talking of? My one of my favorite bands, Guided by Voices. Yes. Okay. Sure. You I've seen them. I, I've seen, with, I've seen them a thousand and one times. Well, you should come and I love see them, them with. With with me, it'll be fun. We'll see. We'll see. I might see them, and you'll be there also. But I'm not going to walk in with you because I can get myself in. You can get yourself in. <laughs> well, we'd be there together, though. Yes, of course. One night yeah. are they playing? The uh, the I believe it's the twenty ooh twenty fifth. I think. Ah. Are you, would you go, Mark? You should come. I, I actually was on the concert committee in college that brought him to our little teeny Wisconsin college. So I, well, I'm a big fan. So he's, uh, I may yeah. go. Yeah. It'll depend on, uh, work, work the next day. Okay, sure. Yeah, I know you guys are busy. So go ahead though. So yeah, that's fun. What else? Who else? Uh, Jonathan, any other heroes? Um, Music-wise, or like in regards to whatever you know, crosses your mind, whatever whatever that word brings to mind is the answer. There's no wrong answer. Well, your friend Mike's kind of becoming a hero of mine. There actually is a wrong answer. I'm, <laughs> I take that back. There was one okay. wrong answer, and I said the one thing. Yeah, you got it. 
That was right. kind of like when I named that guy's favorite Rolling Stones song. <laughs> you just did the same thing with the one wrong answer for hero. Okay, I got an open slot. Right, I dump guess this, now. dump this dude, dump this dude, yep. dump him, dump. Put that final call on. Final call, line two. Line two, you're on. Oh, hello. Hello, how you doing? Good. To whom am I speaking? This is uh, Stephen from West Virginia. I need to turn my computer down. There we go. Stephen, where are you calling from, Stephen? Uh, West Virginia. Oh, studio country. <laughs> Yes, it's exactly. close. There, right, right. Yes. What right. what food do you, do you miss the you miss the uh, the wings back there back in home studio? The ten flavors. <laughs> <laughs> we were we had nine for years, and then when we got that tenth. Oh man! The, I re- remember that you, the word was coming that tenth flavor is oh. coming to town. The government released that tenth flavor. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got breaded. Here it comes. I heard they got breaded. Wings are coming. Next train. <laughs> Next train. And then it comes rolling through. Everybody's at the station. <laughs> Just waiting for the breaded wings to come off the train. <laughs> um, uh, Buffalo Wild no, So what? It, 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 go back to West Virginia. Okay. Who's your hero in West Virginia? In West Virginia? Oh, easy. Chuck Yeager. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Broke the sound barrier, and he's still alive. Yeah, guy couldn't get the whole thing done, but yeah, sure. He keeps breaking the sound barrier. Yeah. Over (laughs) and over. Yep. (laughs) And then I got to say, this movie, First Man, I don't even know who's seeing this thing. (laughs) Is it some giant mystery what happens on this thing? Is it, a, is it a spoiler to say that they land on the moon and he makes it back home? Is that considered a spoiler now? Because it's like the, the trailer, it's just kind of like, he's like, this. what if it blows up? What if the thing blows up and you don't make it home? I'm worried you're not going to make it home. Yeah, I think I can feel this one. He makes it home. It's like, it's like those movies where it's like, there was that dumb one a few years ago where it's like, the one where they're trying to make Mary Poppins was the one where it's like, oh yeah, the Disney one is like, was oh. they gonna get to make Mary Poppins as a movie? Yeah, Tom they did. Hank. I can, I can, I can head this one off. It, it's for long-term amnesiacs. <laughs> get to see a thing they know that they knew and have forgotten. <laughs> Yeah, like these historical things. Lincoln. Oh, geez, what happens with this one? Yeah. He dies. He gets shot. He gets shot. And the other thing is, none of these people are alive anymore. None of them are. It's 150 years ago. None of them make it. Yeah. A first man. You know what that seems like to me? First man is... uh that seems like one of those ones you go in the theater, you're like, boy, there is no one in here. Like one of those ones where you're just like, when you go to the theater and you're just like, oh, boy, I wonder where we're going to sit. For, oh, anywhere. Okay. There's three people in the theater. We have our pre, uh, our pick of this place. Yeah. Like, 
Isn't it seven o'clock? Yeah, nobody's seeing, seeing first man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Chuck Yeager's your hero. So you like well, the right stuff in in West Virginia. I thought you meant in yes. West okay, then oh, how about just the beyond West Virginia? Who's your hero? Um, well, uh, growing up, I was a big Ace Freely fan, but that kind of led me into other sure. stuff. Yeah, like uh, the Strokes and whatnot. Um, Sure, so really Ace like, Freely. Uh, uh, Jeff Bukaboom from the Rangers a lot. Of course. Hockey superstar Jeff Bukaboom. Yeah, I had a dog named Bukaboom, and he was a cool player uh, with Brian Leach and that whole thing. Simply the best, mm-hmm. Nina Turner. Okay. <laughs> All right. Those are good. Yeah. He got the Crumb Bum. The what? The Crumb Bum Award. Uh, it was some sort of a charity thing. That he uh, did with the kids, local kids in New York City. And why is it called the Crumb Bum Award? Because uh, he is known as kind of a, a bruiser guy. He got a lot of. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. They didn't name it after him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was Dennis Hoff, though. Where does he rank on your list of heroes? <laughs> Who? Dennis Hoff. Uh, the. Uh, the uh, 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 owner of the uh, brothel that uh, that was in uh, extended business with the home box office. Okay, um, he's probably up there with Ted Turner. You know those eccentric media guys. Sure. Yes. Just those colorful characters. They're, yeah, they're just that we all can't get enough of, right? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Megorium. They run. They showrunners. Carl Reiner. Peter Marshall, or, uh, uh, Gary Marshall, Gary Marshall, Dennis Hoff, Dennis Hoff. Yeah. People that, had, you know, created shows. The best thing would be is if Dennis Hoff had kept, like if he started developing, you know, the, you know this though. Oh yeah. Mark Proksh. I will guarantee he pitched his thing around as a sitcom. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely. funny. I mean, this place is funny. It's a family. You got to, exactly. You got to understand. <laughs> sure. It's Come a cat on. house. Of course. <laughs> but it's like a family. We're a family in there. And yeah. The things that go on. Yeah, sure, I pray on the desperate. But here's, I mean, who doesn't nowadays? You go into McDonald's, they're praying on the desperate. <laughs> what? It's a pass. They passed? How dare you? Hulu passed? What about Crackle? No? Crackle didn't get back to us? All right. What about Home and Garden, HGTV? Any word? They're interested. They want us to get a mini room going. <laughs> great, great news, uh, Dennis. Yeah, HGTV is going to commission a mini room for your brothel sitcom. Okay, who should we have? Ron Jeremy, of course. Uh, oh no! Start stocking the room. I just read Sheriff Joe's spec. It's uh, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, yeah, he's good with characters. He's great with dialogue. Our Peo's Mayo, where he runs a, a Mayo company. It's a bit thin, but it works for him. Uh, oh. I think uh, in, like, the 90s, HBO had the weirdest, like, sleaziest title bumpers between their programs. Like what? 
Um, like whenever they would do that smoke alarm thing or like the hidden camera, I, I, I just it always kind of had like a eerie late at night tone to me. Like I should be depressed while I watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I like those lights that flicker. Like, yeah, that weird tinkling piano. Yeah, it's unsettling. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's weirder than the uh, the FX voice, uh, the ones when it's just like, next on Louie. Like, they got like a rough dude to do that one. Yay. He's your friend from Chicago. Tonight on Louie. <laughs> a person you would absolutely detest at a, you know, a cocktail party. You would. Louie or the voice of the guy? A little from column A, a little from column sure. B on that one. Yeah. He, uh, and then that guy's like, uh, wait, what did Louie do? Oh, no. I'm not going to do this job's over. Oh, boy. Louie did it again. I'm not doing that voice no more. Louie's sick of himself when it comes to dating again. Yeah, dating. Guy. Launch him into space. <laughs> dude. Right? Right, caller? Yes, right. Thank you. All right, dump this dude. We're done. Oh, no. <laughs> Dumped. Dumped. All right, Dudia. I thank you for tonight. Of course, thank it was you. fun. Of course, it was fun. I thank thank yeah. you, Mike. Of course, Mike. Mike said Mike. you're welcome. Okay. Again, Mike. Uh, you know, Dennis <laughs> will always be there with us. Wherever there is a uh, uh, one of those three packs of magazines that you fun pack. see at the... What's that? A fun, a fun pack. pack yeah. Wherever there's a sealed fun pack, Mike. Uh-huh. Or wherever there's someone hurting someone else, uh-huh. Dennis is there a little bit. Yeah, And you know who we survived by? Who? His girlfriend, Heidi Fleiss. Mm, there you go. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> She'll carry the flame, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. And uh, I can't. Even I can't do this anymore. <laughs> even I can't talk about this guy anymore. All right. And Mark Proch, I thank you. Thank you're, you, you're Tom. One of my favorites. And thanks, guys. Great and having you, Mark. Great having you, Mark. We will hear more from you. As we are both isolated. <laughs> and I say to everybody, well, let's play on the way out. Let's play that effed up song. Okay. If we could. It's from their album, which is called Dose Your Dreams. And it's on uh, Merge. And I am uh, maybe see them up here in a few days. I don't know if I'll get to. I hope so. We'll see. But the album's great. The band is great. And, um, yeah, and then the best show will be back next week because we are great, right? Now play the, play the song, and I'm going to say goodnight to everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Well, there we go. Oh, <laughs> oh. Apologize to everybody. No, apologize. I, I am sorry. <laughs>